Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to the XD experience. Love that. We have before us the opportunity to forge. For ourselves and for future generations, a new world order. All they do is taking a drink to take to go to sleep. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. Hello. My name's Forrest. Forrest Gump. <laughs> you may be wondering why the red suit. Well, that's so bad guys can't see me bleed. I love the fact you can hear him. It's time to come yeah. to find a new manager to search for life to your Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I have a nice gold pint in my parole list of blow up. Oh, here. We're here, everybody. What up, yo? We're here, but we're not queer. Yes, we are. We're happy. We're happy? All right, cool. We're here. <laughs> Episode 89. Feeling fine? We're on the grind. Uh, we don't want to fall behind. Come on, you got to keep it going. Um, keep it going. Keep it going. Do you want to go sit in a duck blind? A duck blind? Yeah. What the fuck is that? That's where you hunt ducks. You go sit in the blind, and then you wait for the ducks to fly over, no, and then you shoot them. fine. But I already said fine. I said 89, feeling fine. Oh, shit. Come on, you got to come up with something new. Come on, quick, quick. Got to be quick. I suck at this. No, come on. You can do it. You can do it. Come on. What do you think this table's made out of? Pine? Come on, it's not See, hard. You're good at rhyming. I'm no, I'm not. It's not hard. <laughs> it's not hard. You, you know what go, I really you don't. Go dying? Okay. I no, because I hate eating watermelon brine. What is brine? It's the that's brine. That's close enough, but it's the green part of the watermelon. You know when you eat the watermelon down, don't you get in there. Don't look at my drink and get ideas. I did not look at your drink. <laughs> you're drinking watermelon. Come on. <laughs> Come on, next up, next up, you're up. Um, drinking. Don't go blind. Okay, because drinking while driving is a crime. Doesn't really end with a D, but it still works. <laughs> Come on, it's wordplay. Um, Everybody can do it. While eating soup is to die. Okay, but that's just killing time. You gotta be quick. I can't be that quick. So you couldn't be a rapper then? No, I couldn't be you a couldn't rapper. You couldn't be a freestyle rapper? No. Alright. Like, I suck at that game that you play in the car where you guys, where you try to rhyme. Because I, I, my brain just stopped. You know what I like doing in the car, and Irene and the kids absolutely love it, a song will come on, mm-hmm. and I'll change the words around, but I'll totally reconstruct the song to something totally different, but it'll still go with the beat and, yeah. and the same, even the same chorus, everything lasts the same. I'm, I'm that, good with that I did stuff. that the other day with Taylor Swift in the car, where she was like... Uh, you know we got bad blood, that song, and I was just like, I can't. Like I had it going on. I'm like Taylor Swift, you suck. <laughs> like yeah. I, I, I can't can, fucking stand her. I can get it going for a while. All right, everybody. All right. I'm Agent M. I'm Inspector Gidget. We got some stuff to talk about. We got Walker Stalker Con. Yes. Walker Stalker Con. So fucking awesome. We have our topic. Yes. 
which is our topic from last week. I know on the little short thing with the radio drama I put out, I said we were going to record in a couple of days. We never got around to it. Yeah. We, it just, I was ill. Yeah. We I got home and threw up everywhere. We started to record, and then we were like, nah, this isn't working. Yeah. So um, we're here. It didn't flow. It did not flow. So we're here. I was uh, ill. Yeah. <laughs> so we're here. We got a voicemail to play for you. Yes. We have a lot of stuff to catch up on movie and Mr. TV-wise. Mr. Robot. Luke Cage. Luke Cage, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Um... Jim Tessimer is coming on in a couple weeks. Woo! I can't wait to for for that. He's bringing some of his homemade beer. Blair right. Blair is coming on in a couple. Blair Webb is coming on soon. I think he might be next week. I got to find out from him. He said the second week in October, so I'm assuming that's next week, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll hit him up and we'll, we'll get that figured out. Um, we also have – I got some space stuff to talk about. Yes. Um, uh, we're drinking cheap yeah, beer because we're still drinking this beer. Hey, my my mine has more alcohol than yours, and it's a yeah. lower calorie and a smaller okay. bottle. It's the Limerita. So we had our dad's wow. our dad's uh, super early surprise party, yes. and uh, we had a ton of alcohol left over, so we're finishing that it up before so we go buy a bunch of stuff. It was a lot of fun. We had crabs, we had yeah. a bounce house, we had food up the ass. Yeah, beer, cake, beer, cupcakes. cakes. Yeah, like, it, was, it, was it was really and good. It was cool to see people that I haven't seen. Yeah, especially like your cousins and stuff. Like I've, um, I haven't seen Amy in years. I've, I don't think I've Angela. ever met her. No. No. <laughs> really? I think I've only met Angie like twice. I've met Angie. I've seen Angie, probably, a few, well, I guess I remember seeing her. I'm you did because they were both at mom's funeral. Yeah. So you've met them, but oh. you, you probably just don't remember. But I, you know, when I was younger. Yeah, you guys we, like grew up together. We kind of because dad you know, hung was out. like a role model because of you know, dad was kind of like. A dad. Dad. Because, yeah. you know, their dad was, his brother is. He had problems. Um, so, so uh, yeah, that was cool to meet up with them. And, like, Irene finally got to meet Amy, who, you know, we all have Dosh Hounds together. So yeah. it was really cool. And, and like, I, but I, it is the first time that I met her husband, Mike. He's cool. He I is like real him. cool. He was like, he was like, oh, you guys are so lucky. You guys used to go to cons and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. And I got to learn how to play the cornhole game. Yes. And I was pretty damn yeah. good at it. Yeah, I was too. Didn't I throw two in a row that went yeah. straight in the hole? And I, I was like, hold my beer. Yep. <laughs> Hello, one. You know? um, that was so much fun. That was a lot of fun. To the point where Irene and I were going to make our own because that game yeah, was a ton of fun. they make their own, and it's so awesome. It's easy to make. It's just plywood and one yeah. But uh, it just, it, I've seen it played, and I've thrown the bags just out of, but I never knew how to play the game. Yeah, I think I only played it one time before that. So now I can say I know how to play the game. Yeah. Somewhat. I, I still am sure. I though. Yeah. <laughs> Amy was making fun of me because I took off my jacket. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Getting this on. We all had drinks in our hands. We're, we're yeah. giving them. To it was your fun. daughter's like, hold my drink. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we we did that stuff. Um, so it's we've that had a lot really to do. Surprised. Yeah, it was kind of like a surprise party, and the weather was great that the day was too. Beautiful. It was. We it was were there for day. like eight hours. Yeah, all day. And it was just amazing. It was fun. Good to um, see family. Yeah. I, even though Sean's kids tried to kill me, me and Harmony in the bouncy house. I did. Is that when I came? Did you? Were you there when I came in? No. Apparently, well, I had a lot of beer that day, but I wasn't drunk drunk. No. But apparently at one point, I came into the bounce house jumping around with a beer in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't even remember remember that. But and I wasn't. Amy was like, Pittsburgh just scored. But oh, I was running out, in and out yeah. of the, that's but right. No, uh, my Eagles, 3-0, and baby. They play next week, Detroit. <laughs> Barely beat the worst team in the league. We came back. What are you talking about? It doesn't matter. Any Look, given Sunday, bitch. when the Eagles beat Cleveland, you guys were like, oh, they're the shittiest team in the league. I didn't say that. Okay, everybody else was. And I'm like. All right, Dallas, you barely beat the shittiest team. At least we beat them by 30 points. I'm a football fan foremost before anything else. So if, if, they, if someone plays a good game, I'm going to say they fucking I'm, played a good game. I'm an equal opportunity uh, sports person. I'm a major Philadelphia guy. I love all my fellow teams. But if somebody makes a good play on the, on the other side, I'll Bye, say Bye, Ryan Howard. 
Yes, yeah, so well. so I'm I'm a I got the Phillies tattoo on my arm. Massive baseball fan. Um, Me too. Phillies. A couple days ago, yesterday actually, was Ryan Howard's last game in Philadelphia. Now a lot of people have mixed feelings about Ryan Howard. I'll say this: for a five-year chunk, mm-hmm. he was the best player in baseball, yeah. and will forever leave a mark on the city of Philadelphia. Yeah. I tip my hat. I mean, 2008 was like an off. In year 2009, when he tore his Achilles, yeah. that pretty much shot his career. Right at the end, the last. He, Second of the game. he struck out yeah. to end, end the game, um, and they were done. And uh, that pretty much that was the downfall of his yeah. career. But even saying that, he still he this year he still hit twenty plus home runs. You know, so I mean yeah. he still has a pace. Just he's just he's, he's fading. Just, yeah, it's once he, you get to a certain point, you've had so many injuries. Romo needs to just. I'm, I yeah. don't want him to come back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't want him to come I th- back. I think Dallas is going to do what uh, New England did with Bledsoe when Bledsoe got hurt. Tom Brady stepped in, played great, and Bledsoe never got his job back. I think that's kind of what's going to happen. I, I, I honestly They'd hope be, that that's what happened. They would be stupid to put Tony Tony yeah. Romo back in there right it, now. It would be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I think he, they should just stop it now. I like Dax. He's young. He's good. He's still got a lot of room to grow. Yeah. You know, and he's got really good well, teammates behind him. Like Beasley, I love Beasley. Beasley's he's great. Such a good I was player. talking to uh, another Dallas Cowboy fan, uh, Lance Davis. You ever see him show on my feed? He's like a music producer and stuff. We went and saw him play. Him and Mike McCarter are friends. And, oh, okay. and they played together one time. Okay. Um, but uh, he's a big Dallas Cowboys fan. So I was talking to him one day, and I said, the beauty of this is Philadelphia's got a young stud quarterback, and now you guys got a pretty good young <laughs> stud quarterback. We could see some great NFC East rivals again, yeah. and I'm happy about that. Yeah, so. me too. Like, I, 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 Romo is not good. I mean, He's good when he's healthy, but when he's not healthy, he's then, not good. He throws so many fucking interceptions. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And then when he he's just so afraid to throw the ball that he'll run it in all the time, but it never fucking works. Like, dude, come on. Yeah, he's make something happen. He's a slow white guy. <laughs> I'm super impressed with what Carson Wentz done has done, and actually Dax has done a great job yeah. too. So Dax Prescott, I like him. I I think he meshes well with the team too. Yeah. I feel like there's more energy in the team. And to grab him as a fourth round pick was pretty impressive yeah. that he went that. Because you know, at one point the Eagles were talk, talking about drafting him before they were move, moved up to be able to have, have a oh, chance. Really? At, I didn't know that. Well, the Eagles, they were, I think they were like 13th pick. So they were going to, before they moved up, they were looking at um, uh, Paxton Lynch, Dax Prescott, and a few other guys. But then when they were able to trade that draft pick and move up, they were like, Carson Wentz, that's, yeah. who, that's their guy. And he's played great too. So yeah. I mean, uh, he's Good too. Carson Wentz has won uh, like offensive player of the week like three weeks in a row now Washington and everything. Sucks. Yeah, they're a bad team, but Giants, they did win yesterday. I mean, Giants are what they're playing right now, right? Yeah. yeah uh, Indianapolis, they're playing tonight. Yeah. yeah, no, they play Minnesota, who's three and zero. Oh, okay. So I I'm kind of rooting for Bradford there. I mean, I don't, I don't like Peyton. Peyton's gone. Or, Eli. <laughs> yeah, I always Eli. get them confused. That's why I always say Manning. But the best commercials are Peyton on Sunday morning. I know. Uh, I love those. I love their commercials. <laughs> yeah, they're great. Um, so uh, we'll kick it. We'll kick the show off. Um, I guess we should do. A, we haven't talked about anything on Facebook in a while, huh? I guess should we do something with that? Yes. Um, why don't you spew out our? our oh yeah, yeah. I forget. So you can go find us all over the place: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, Snapchat. Snapchat. Uh, Okay, we don't have a show. We're Snapchat. on Snapchat. Though. We are. I don't use it, but I use everything else. Instagram, add, Twitter. Add Agent M. What is it, Mikey X9? Mikey X9 on Add him everything. Adam on Snapchat. Adam on Snapchat. X3 on Snapchat. Come on, guys. Yep. And uh, so you can find us, like I said, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, all over the place. Um, go check us out, and you can also leave us a voicemail at one eight zero two four eight three three six eight two. I repeat. 
1-802-483-3682. Did you listen to the radio drama that I put out last week? No. You should listen to it. I was ill. One. It's one of my favorite. <laughs> I, I found this one about a month ago, and I've been sitting on it so I could put it in there. Yeah. Um, it's really good. It's called State Executioner, about a guy who... Um, is hired by the crown to be the state ex- executioner. This is supposed to take place back in the day, so he's a hangman. Medieval. Not medieval, oh, but okay. like, you know, I don't know, 56 or 60s or whatever. But he's the hangman, so he's got to like, you know, make the knots and stuff, but it's got this really twisted, and it's super short. It's only like 22 minutes, but it's so much goddamn fun. I really enjoyed that one a lot. That's um, awesome. Check it out. Um, oh, Flash tomorrow starts back up tomorrow night. So next week we'll be talking about Flash, and I'm going to be talking about Arrow, even though you don't watch Arrow, and you haven't even caught up on Flash yet. Uh, yeah, I'm in season two. I've been watching. It. How, how many episodes you through? I'm Did you get to the Kevin? Oh, okay, you haven't got to Kevin Smith. <laughs> Kevin Smith just got back from doing his uh, his Flash episode. Now he's getting ready to leave again to go do his Supergirl episode. Uh, what we do in Shadows is getting a TV spinoff. Yes, I'm so excited. I seen that today, and I was like, only what? if what. If the guy directs it. Well, if the actors are in it. I don't want, like, no, a whole new cast. I don't know. I mean, they could do it with nah, I don't want a whole cast. new cast. I don't want a whole new cast. I want, I want something sim- similar. Whatever. I, I just, that's the way I feel. Because I think that that's what made that movie so, so good was the chemistry between them all. So, yeah, but, I mean, I still think that they could find that chemistry. I mean, he did it with Thor and Daryl. Yeah. I but did watch Ghostbusters, by the way, but guys. Hemsworth is funny as shit in Ghostbusters. Let me just he? say... I actually watched it twice. Hey, he wanted to bring in his, uh, you know, he went to bring in my cat. <laughs> my cat. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and then he's like itching his eyeballs and there's no glass. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, he beats the thing and he's like, oh, that's loud. He yeah. grabs his eyeballs. Hemsworth was fucking great. <laughs> yeah, he was hysterical. But and I have Holtzman to say, like, was great. I, I want a sequel. It's not going to happen, supposedly. Which I don't know why. I actually enjoyed I that liked, movie. I think that... Look, here, here. Look, it just became available to rent and everything like that. I think it's going to get a following from that. I hope because, like, we sat down. I sat down with the fan, whole family and, and, and we Kate watched McKinnon, it. Kate McKinnon, I fucking love her. Oh, Kristen Wiig, I mean, Liz McCarthy, they're all funny. Yeah. Even Leslie Jones is funny yeah, as shit. Yeah, she's funny as fuck. And they all have, like, a little bit different style of humor, which and I And I like how they input, it. like, all the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. But, like, it's they so, did nice like, cameos. effortlessly. They did nice you know cameos. What I mean? And yeah. then, like, they, but just, and, like, like, with the logo and then the outfits, like, they explain everything of why yeah. they did it. Yeah. <laughs> and I like the fact that just, like, sitting down, the kids, the wife, were all sitting around on the couch, and all of a sudden you hear the Ghostbusters theme kick, kick in. Yeah. And it was, like, so nostalgic. I'm like, see, this yeah. is. Yeah, and then they have, like, the original Ghost. And it's not a terrible movie. It's not. Slimer, you mean? Yeah. Man, who's seen Stay Puft Marshmallow Man? You see all of them. It was great. I loved it. I I watched it twice. I'll probably watch it again. Like I think that it got a bad rap. I think I've seen it three times now, and I liked it every time. Hensworth was amazing. Hensworth is funny as hell, (laughs) especially when he's like, uh, okay, I'm not gonna spoil anything. But when later on the movie, when he kind of goes evil, yeah, and he's like, I should work out more, you know. Yeah, and he's he's like, (laughs) I like when he's dancing and he's making them dance, and he's like, (laughs) I like it when he doesn't fly. Two Peter Pan. Pan. I'm gonna embrace it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like he, he's a funny guy. Hemsworth uh, yeah. is a very funny guy. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, it was I good. It. So, so just w- watch it. Mm-hmm. I think you'll love it. You you won't hate it. I'm gonna tell you that right now. No. You're gonna laugh. No, and <laughs> I thought it was fun. Okay, uh, the case of the Moon Maniac from Lightsville Studio, which is Blair Webb's gonna be on next week. Woo, woo. His book is now on Amazon. You can go and you can go click on it now and buy it. It's only eight bucks. Guys, worth it. There is a real Halloween town. Yeah. And I want to go. I've never seen Halloween Town. <gasps> that was af- <coughs> after my time. That was after my time. <coughs> you got to remember, you're how many years young, younger than I'm me? I'm not. My, 
You're younger than me. Your children love that. You're going to watch that movie. I'm going to tell your daughter to make you watch that movie. They probably have seen it, right? They love that movie. Yeah, that's great. I, they call me every time it's on. They say, how many times on? It, it came on after my time. You're going to watch it this year. What year to come out in? 98? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, see, I was, I was like. You're going to fucking watch it. I was licking titties by then. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just De- uh, Debbie Reynolds is in it. Like, it's a, it's a fantastic that's have you ever, ever seen like a preview or anything? Yeah, I've seen previews for it. I've have seen it on TV, just never sat down and watched it. Uh, we have clowns running around town everywhere. people everywhere. Uh, they're getting shot now. I thought I seen one all the way up here, but it was just a guy. That was the... actually pretty. Oh uh, yeah, I posted that. <laughs> You're gonna die, clown! <laughs> from uh, Happy Gilmore. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna you post something on people, the. These clowns are getting shot. Honestly, people, you need to fucking grow up. And, like, no. People. Clown lives matter. Hashtag CLM. No, no clown. No. I'm I'm starting a fucking movement no. right now. Clown lives no. Mad matter. No. Why not? Because. They matter. All no. lives matter. matter. No. All not lives they're matter. To terrorize people. They're not. They're just standing there. In other states, they're trying to lure children into the woods. Okay, they deserve to be shot, but some guy just standing on on the corner. No, but the one guy who got shot, he ran up on this guy's car. Did you read the article? No, I didn't read the article. He ran Excuse up on this me. guy's car. Okay. And he had a gun with him. Well, it didn't matter if he was a clown or not. He's getting shot. Yeah, but I'm just saying a clown adds more fear. But there's clowns getting shot in other states. They're just standing there. Maybe they're just having a cigarette standing on a corner. Bam, 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 bam. Clown lives matter. Yeah. Clown lives matter. I'm starting it. Like in Hashtag, Delaware. In I'm starting it. I'm starting it. They just arrested a teen girl because she uh, made bomb threats as a clown today. Uh-huh. I'm starting it. Clown lives matter. Hashtag CLM. The only there's only one clown. Like, clown lives matter. No, there's a couple. Bozo. No. Why not? Krusty the clown. No. There's clowns that matter. All right. Moving on. Oh that. wait, I was gonna say I worked with a Freemason the other day, and he actually is a clown. I saw on the. Side. Oh, I thought you were talking about his ring. I saw. Yeah, his, his ring is amazing. I wanted it, and I was like, oh man, because he had this, and his license plate says clown. And he was so awesome. He was telling me, you know, about how like the Shriners, like a lot of them are like, you know, they actually are clowns. Like in like circuses and stuff, and like, but they're actually Freemasons. And I was thinking, I came up with this idea. What if, you know, how people lump Freemasons and the Illuminati together? Mm-hmm. What if, like, it's like the, the Masons are like Van Helsing, like how the Catholic Church is like building weapons? What if they're the good guys trying to defeat the Illuminati? Could be. I, I just started thinking, because, like, yeah, you look at all the good stuff. Somebody posted, do. like, an Amazon link to buy the ring. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah, I seen that. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> But I don't know. I'm a girl. I'm not allowed. Uh, well, I mean, I'm but, sure there's been Masons. that's what I started to think. Like, maybe the Masons, because they're good at building stuff, like, you know, maybe they're the good guys and the Illuminati are the bad, and it's like, you know, they're trying to defeat them. Look, I'm, we're get, okay, so I'm going to play you a trailer real quick because I'm thinking about the Pirates of the Caribbean. Look at this guy's face, the fan reaction to the trailer. Okay. This guy right here. Over here. Hold on. Not this. Over here. Look at that guy's face. <laughs> What the um, fuck is that? He's like... That's exactly his face. Like, what are we watching? Uh, I've seen this trailer. Okay. That's like a, I smell something bad. Ready? Here, here we go. Okay, here we go.
Do you know this pirate? Only by name. Teaser one, he's in it. Oh, is he? But it's just a picture of it. He oh. doesn't talk. Let me see what he finds. Um, while he's finding that, um, a British man may have been cured of HIV. Um, this is, it's on our website. You can read it. Um, if that's true, then we're on a breakthrough and America needs to stop being fucking all government and corporate taking all of our fucking money. Yeah. Did you watch this video of the. I posted this video of um, the animation creation of uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Did you watch that? Yeah. It's so cool. Like they have to create I every face. And they have like they have like seven hundred different heads for yeah. Jack. Yeah. I mean, I just I, I'm I'm like amazed because I always wondered like how they did that. I feel like Nightmare Before Christmas. It was nineteen ninety three. I feel like it was ahead of its time with stop animation and stuff like that. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know where that is. It was a teaser and it had a song in it, but I don't see it anywhere. So I'm not worried about. It. We already saw the trailer. But uh, look, uh, Johnny Depp. I I'm willing to watch him in anything he plays gone. in. Why is all the room locked? Um, I'm just inclined to acquiesce to your request. Speaking of Johnny Depp, did you hear who died from Crybaby? Who? Hatchet Face. <gasps> yep, she died last week. Aww. Yep. And uh, before that, I'm gonna play. Say Cry, Baby. Yep, she was only like 62. You know, she didn't really act after. She did like a couple small things after this and then went and became a lawyer. That's awesome. I See, I love when actors go and do that. Uh, they, she, um, actually it was funny because they were talking about her on the show and she, when she uh, went in for this, she answered the ad and the ad was, we're looking for somebody that's got a really nice body but a shit face, like ugly ass face. And she was like, that's ah, me. What? And, and she went and did it. Like, she knew she was ugly i guess yeah and, but she was like that's me and that's how i she always thought she could have played like a female penguin okay i mean she's a hideous looking woman yeah. especially in this makeup and when you see her without all that she looks a lot different but she was hideous in this movie yeah here we go and hatchet face all oh, honey you're just like me now you put the tea in tough so hard you could have been eating nails for breakfast but that's the way a woman's got to be these days I'd kick a square's ass for you in a minute, Mrs. Ricketts. <laughs> Let me punch his ugly face. It's okay, Hatchet. You're beautiful, baby. Don't pull a flip out, Mama. Yeah, sometimes shook up old ladies. Get cut. Don't you got tits? Stick them out, for God's sake. That's Hatchet face. She don't mean no harm. Here he comes now. With that devil woman. Hi, Mrs. I think I'm gonna Hackett. watch this soon. I haven't Make seen this in years. Did Johnny Depp sing the songs in this? And you, Miss Malnarowski. By the way, that's a shame about your face. <laughs> There's nothing the matter with my face. I got character. It's right. Okay. 
I think so. I probably haven't seen this in like 15 years. Really? Yeah, it's been a long time. My thing is, I just, I just, if I know there's other stuff I haven't seen out there, I can't watch that. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm like, who's gay? People try baby. I'm gonna be like, Bucks, take it or leave it. Come on, Ramona. Ten. This thing's hotter than a pistol. You guys want to do business with Ramona Ricketts or with your other shopping shears? Now give me the bread and keep your trap shut. You a hard woman. I'm gonna see you in hell, Dupree. <laughs> Go on, get out of here. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. But yeah, she 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 passed away. She's like sixty-two or something. No. Um, huh? I'm not even nowhere near. I'm like halfway there. Um, Maybe. All right. So all right. I, I want to play something that uh, Elon Musk dropped on us. Yes, let's do it. You said you have. Did you have you seen this? Did you say you I've seen it? a little bit of it, but I read the article. Basically, what what he's gonna do is he's gonna this is a quick uh, recap. He's gonna lay out the whole um, uh, mission to Mars. Now, this is something that's been going around for like NASA has a uh, plan in place to to put a man on Mars, but their man is their their plan is like thirty years out. Elon Musk comes out and he's like, you know what? I can do it in he ten. Thought he wanted to blow up Mars. No, he doesn't want to blow up Mars. To terraform Mars, you can either send people there. And start creating atmosphere. That's going to take a long time. So what he said you can do is you can go take nukes and detonate them over the poles, not on Mars, outside the just out like polarize it. Just outside the atmosphere, or there is no atmosphere, just outside the poles. And what that'll do is that'll cause like it would be create its own like Big Bang, yeah. kind of like how Earth was created. And in all that, it's gonna. Elon Musk calls Mars a fixer-upper planet, but it has everything we need to sustain life. It just doesn't have an atmosphere, so we have to create the atmosphere. So it doesn't sound like you're going to go with the nukes over Mars. Sounds like you're going to do it the little slower way. But um, he basically laid Didn't out his NASA plan. NASA put out a thing a while ago trying to give people one-way ticket to Mars. Uh. To go live and colonize Mars, kind of. Well, see, that's NASA's plan. That NASA's plan is not going to work. Um, that's why they've jumped into this. Everybody's kind of leaning towards the Elon Musk plan, which is basically, it's going to be like a military thing. It's kind of like how it sounds like you're going to you're going to sign a contract, going to go there for a couple years, and then you can come back. And then they're going to kind of do those type of things, is what they they want to do, to be able to start terraforming Mars. They should send up a pregnant woman, so then she could have the first abortion. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, they've already talked about, like, I know Google's very interested. Um, a lot of these big Microsoft is interested in getting their hands involved in it, so they want to get up there and kind of lay, lay, lay claim to things because uh, until they get people well, up there. Well, you're not allowed to claim anything in space. It's not true. They can claim it. Yes, they can. There's a Mars Initiative is the plan it's called. Basically, if we go up there and we land there first, it's in inter international area, but we, we would basically govern Mars. Like, nobody can... Russia can't go and say... You know, Russia can go there now and claim it, but they haven't gotten there. It's it's this whole thing that's called the Mars Initiative. Basically, it's a race. Because there was some stuff that came out uh, two weeks ago where Russia claimed they had reached Saturn. And they had all this video of these men outside of the orbits of Saturn and the ground. It looked really good, but it was totally like somebody made it. But it, it, if we get up there, it's going to be ours. And we're going to be able to run it. So they can do it. I'm trying to find this video. I did, but I don't see it there. All right, so while he's trying to find that, let's just get this out of the way. We went to Walker Stalker Con this weekend. And it was a blast, okay? I got to meet Scud. <laughs> I was so excited, you know, because I was telling you, like, I love Norman Reedus, not because of Walking Dead or Daryl. It's because of Blade, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I love that. Blade, um, Blade was great. But he was, wasn't he a sweetie heart? Yeah, he was nice. I mean, they all were pretty nice. I didn't have no John Bernthal's. This yeah, no John Bernthal's. But, I mean, like, Norman Reedus was amazing, and he, he signed my autograph. And then he was like, what do you want? And I'm like, peace out, Brussels sprouts, Gidget. And he was like, what? And I'm like, that's my name and my catchphrase. And he just start laughing. And, like, it was funny because, like, all the people were interested in my tattoo. Yeah. They're like, oh, what's this say? Oh, that's a cool owl. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it was a good time. Um, you know, they're long-ass days. Um, but, I mean, it, they're, they're a lot of fun. Walker, this year was better than last year. You could, you could tell that they've, they've uh, grown as a con. Mm -hmm. um, and they definitely set it up pretty good um i tell you what those people who watch the lines for people taking photos are nazis, nazis. <laughs> yeah i mean damn like you weren't even taking a photo you were just waiting for us and you were like leaned down and the and lady gave me a hard time yeah because then i called you over because we were gonna go meet mm -hmm. um who was it? chandler riggs i think chandler okay so we met chandler riggs let's just throw who we met out there got to meet chandler riggs he has soft hair <laughs> i told him that and i think i creeped him out <laughs> he's a he's a kid i mean he's literally like he's five foot tall and like 80 pounds yeah. um he we took we took the kids too, which is funny because my girls were like in love with him. Um, so we we got to meet. Well, actually, Jillian got to meet more people than us because she walked over and was talking to girl playing Enid, yeah. Tara. Mm -hmm. She was going over because at the end you were able to go talk to him. You yeah. just couldn't get pic pictures yeah, with him, so she went over and talked to him. But we got to meet. Um, let's see, uh, Josh Dar McDermott. Josh McDermott who plays Eugene. Uh, Michael. Michael Cutlass, Cutlass who plays Abraham. Yeah, he was cool. Morgan and he again. Like snuck up on us. And then, like, he had all this food. Like, he was donating it. So, he does like, that every like, year, yeah. I'm just saying, that's, that's so awesome. Yeah, like, he, he's been doing that for a while. like that. And Jilly got an autograph from him. Yeah, my daughter got an autograph from me. He she took over the that. phone and, like, posed us. And, he like, did a great we, job. And he got it. We got this. He did. Yeah, he, he definitely knew how to, how to handle it. And we had seven people there. He got every picture where everybody was in it. Which yeah. Was so we met Abe, Nor... We met... I'll say them by their Walking Dead names. We met Abe, Daryl, Morgan. Yes, and I gotta say... Morgan was so sweet. Like, Lenny James, like, he sat there and he talked to us. I think because we had so many people, like, a, a couple of them were kind of just like, all right, let's, you know. But uh, Lenny James, like, talked to us. Yeah, he did like, that last year, too, when we met him last like, year. Yeah, but he was like, and, like, you know, I was telling him, I was like, you know, I love you and hung, like, you know, and he, I was like, I was so mad when it got canceled. He goes, oh, let me tell you a story real quick. And he was telling me about how, like, in Britain, 
they don't get all dressed up for their auditions, but in America you do. So he said he went to the audition, and he's the only person in regular clothes, and he's the youngest. Why all these other actors are dressed as pimps? And I was like, you are the best pimp. He goes, yeah. oh, I know. They kept calling him kid. Yeah. But he also told us, he said, are you guys all going to watch The Walking Dead uh, premiere together? And we were like, oh, we kind of watch it separately. He goes, you're going to want to watch it with somebody. He said, it's very emotional. He said, you're probably going to cry. <laughs> That's been the going theme. Um, he like, and then uh, your daughter, Jilly, was like, well, I have my dog. And he was like, he was like, well, if dogs can talk, otherwise, I think we should make a show out of them. <laughs> if yeah. they can talk, because no, you need someone to console you. That seems to be the going <laughs> theme. Everybody, and they're really tight-lipped on what they say, especially. But they did, everybody seemed to say, and that's been the going theme on social media. On everything you go walking dead wise, everybody's saying that this opener is pretty goddamn emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got to meet. We didn't get to finish that. We got to meet um, Abe, Daryl, Morgan. Uh, who am I missing? Eugene. Carl, Eugene. Carl. I feel like we're missing somebody. Yeah. Um, Five the people. Oh, we yeah we met. Um, uh, Robin shit. Lord Taylor. Right? Robin Lord Taylor. We met him. Uh, I think that might have been it, right? I'm trying- yeah, no, we met. Yeah, there. Were, yeah, that's, so that's it. Six people. We got. We got. Yeah. We got to meet. Like I said, the only other two people. My daughter. Like, my my daughters love the show Gotham, and my youngest daughter is like in love with Robin Lord yeah. Ted. T- he was such a nice guy. He's he so was tiny, actually really though, nice. Like, he is little. And I was like, oh, you know, because like his his hugs were like really like warm mm-hmm. and like soft. Like you know, you could just tell they were full of love. And then Julie was like, well, well, he's gay, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, um, but he he was he was super nice. He took pictures with everybody individually yeah. too, which he was the only one that did that. Yeah. So he actually took he took pictures of his him handler, and just the kids. I'm gonna say that weird, but his handler was was really good. Like yeah. some of them were dickheads. Yeah, yeah Abe's handler was cool. Did you did you talk talk to her at all? We were, yeah, we were, but I talked to her and the guy. Yeah, we yeah, were back we were, there. She had the titties hanging yeah, out. Yeah, we were. Yeah, she said she just came to a common day, and he was like, "Oh, come work for me." Yeah, like, probably because <laughs> them titties were out. Yeah. Um, she was like, I'm from Texas. I wrestle gators and this and that. And I'm like, my kind of girl. Yeah, she was really cool. She was um, nice. But uh, some of the hand, and like. Everything she had was Abraham. Did you notice that? Her yeah, earrings, earrings, the necklace, sure. the phone case. Yeah, yeah everything. everything. But yeah, she said, I just came to a con like you guys. And he was like, come work for, for, for me. And she's a lawyer by day. Yeah. Or lawyer's aid or whatever they call them. I think them. a paralegal. So, yeah. And then she does does this on the cons or does the cons on the weekends with them. Yeah, so. that's so awesome. So yeah, so um, we got to do all that. I got to meet the people from uh, Delaware Great Escape or Escape Del- Great Escape Great Delaware? Escape Delaware. Delaware Great Escape. Yeah. Well, they invited us down to, to do one of their escape Ooh, rooms. We we'll, we'll, Yep. And I'm going to email them. We're set that up. We might do like a live recording from there. I might bring the mixer or something. I'm not sure how we're going to work that, but we'll do something there. Take video of that and turn it into a YouTube video. Um, so... That looks like a lot of fun. My daughter got a new, cool new book from a new author, John L. Campbell. Is he the guy's there last name? Year. Did you remember him last year? Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was the yeah, same guy. It was the same guy? guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, my daughter said today I, I hit her up and she said she's like thirty pages in and is digging the book. So that's uh, you know that's cool. And he has four books I think in that series. Yeah. We got to meet. We got to meet a, a ton of vendors too. We were yeah, talking a lot. They, of them. they were doing tattoos. They're actually doing tattoos. And yeah. I, I walked up there and I started talking or whatever, and I gave him our, our card and stuff like that. He actually, they actually run Skin, uh, skin Magazine, yeah. the tattoo magazine. So he, you know, I gave him our card and he was like, hit me up. He was like, you know, we can do like an interview and then I can hook you up. So hopefully you're going to get some tattoos. That'd be cool. <laughs> Maybe he can do our aliens. Yeah. I bet hit him I up. I was so down. I was about to get a tattoo when I was there. Yeah. I, I really was. They're like, probably way overpriced though, being that like there. $100. Not for some of those tattoos he was doing. 
He, there was that one girl got a whole side yeah, piece. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure not that. <laughs> yeah, I mean. But I'm pretty sure they would have gave you like the alien for a hundred dollars. The alien right? tattoo. But yeah, I was I was like starstruck when I met Scott. He, I hugged yeah. him like four times. <laughs> yeah. And I held his hand, and he was just so sweet. Yeah. The, and then during the photo op, we got to go through twice, and I got to hug him again. Yeah. And I got to be in between his legs. For and we met up with Normie again, which yes, is always Normie's fun. Yeah, Normie's so great. I yeah, love she, her. She was there birthdays. We're actually going to go to the, another convention together. I think we're going to do that. There you go. So, um, yeah, so we had we had a ton of fun there. It was a good time. Uh, I'm going to post something on the website. If you are friends with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, I've already posted up a bunch of stuff over there. Um, and I'm going to do something for the website. So if people want to go check out over there with all the pictures, maybe do like a little write-up on it so yeah, we can I'm, put it I'm on there. Yeah, I'm actually going to do that. Okay. Um, so yeah, that was fun, and I'm looking forward to The Walking Dead coming back on. Yes, we should October be getting, 23rd. we should be getting another trailer soon. So um, I'm not, I, I'm pretty sure there isn't one out yet because I haven't seen it. and I would have seen it if I did. Um, but yeah, so yeah, the Walker Stalker Con was a lot, a lot of fun, just like uh, you know all the cons that that they do. Um, I can't wait for next year. And every year it seems like they get better and better. So, yeah. but the only two people I really want to meet now is um, Michelle. And they're pretty hard to get around here too. So um, maybe next year. There was other people there we didn't meet. Like Rosita was there. Yeah. Tyrese was there. Um, we still didn't get the water boy. Bob was actually, and Bob's one of the ones I want to yeah. talk to because he's been in more stuff than just The Walking Dead. Um, he's been around a long time. Uh, T Dog was there. Too. We forgot him. Oh yeah, too. Yeah. We met. He's we got totally to bald. Michael Rooker is was my hot my my highlight of the con. Yeah. I actually dig Michael Rooker. Yeah, a lot. I like when he's like he's telling he, they're asking him questions and they're like, "What are you hiding behind your eyeball? I mean, behind your glasses?" He goes, "My eyeballs." Yeah. <laughs> what do you like to do for fun? Shoot shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he did a panel completely by himself. Yeah, and he just walked in the crowd, answered questions, and then the guy was like, "Oh, I was just wanting to know if you could hug my wife." And he like hugs a young girl across from him. And he goes, "Oh, that's not your wife." Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I, I might be posting up the panels. Uh, I found the audio to the panels. I might post them up if people are interested, kind of like what I did with the uh, Heroes and Villains con panels. So, I mean, uh, Michael Rooker's panel would definitely be cool to check out. Um, Trying to think, there was one they did with Andrea and who was the other one? T Dog, I think, was yeah. with, with her. Uh, that you know, um, you know. So I'll, I'll I'll see how they sound. If they sound all right, then I'll, and then I'll post they have some stuff people up. From Z Nation. Yeah, Z Nation. They had like uh, uh, Russell Hodgkins, who plays one of the guy on Z Nation. And they, they had a lot of people there from Z Nation. Um, they had a, the the main one of the main characters from Fear the Walking Dead. I forget his name, Coleman something or other. Uh, he uh, he's the boat uh, captain yeah, guy. He was there. Um, I we don't watch the show. I kind of. But he's actually been in a lot. Like when I was yeah, we looked him up. And I looked him up, and he's been in like tons of freaking movies. Yeah, I stopped watching Fear the Walking Dead after the premiere last year, so I don't. Yeah, even know I don't what's going. even know. Well, actually, I did read a spoiler. Uh, his son got killed. Chris. Nah, I don't know. Yes. The one kid, the mom who lost his mom, that threw a fit in the first yeah. episode of the uh, second season. Yeah. Threw a body off. He died. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. I don't know. You asked us all that okay. when I walked in last week. You were like, "How's Fear the Walking Dead?" And like, we were, we all looked around each other like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. I don't watch it. But, um, <laughs> just watch it. Uh, and it, I, I watched the entire first season, and then I watched the premiere, and was like, "This is complete horseshit." Yeah. I haven't been back since. And I know a lot of people that were fans of the first season are kind of jumping off the train this season. So I don't know. It's I don't already know confirmed going. the first season is ridiculous. Well, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Um. So yeah. yeah. So. So thank you, Walker Stalker. 
Yep, I posted up all that stuff. If you want to look them up? Um, you should just go on Instagram. Just look up uh, hashtag Walker Stalker Con, Walker WSC Stalker Philly. Philly, or and I did some that were Walker Stalker Con twenty six sixteen yeah. as well. So you can find all those things. Over I still there. I've been looking on Instagram trying to me and me and one of his daughters photobomb this picture. I haven't been. I looked last. We night. look. I've been looking all day and stuff like that because like they had all the cosplayers and they had me and everybody kneeled down and we saw Mike's wife. Like taking a picture, so we were like, "Oh, let's get in the picture." We thought like she was taking it for herself, and then we walk around and like people are clapping, I guess, because we photobombed it. We were like, "Oh, we did. We thought that was for you." We didn't now, know that was for so stranger. we were sitting there, and they came. This girl came. I was like, "Can you take a photo?" And she got down, and they did the whole eeny meeny miny mo thing. And she was down with her head down, her hands like like she was bound, and that's when you guys were behind. Yeah, her, we're so. behind her, like. <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> like doing all this weird stuff yeah. and like all these vendors are watching us. As soon as we walk away, they just start clapping and we're like, and then we find out. Did you see the picture Norman took with that Rick Grimes impersonator? Yeah, that, that was, was spot. That Rick Grimes impersonator yeah. looks really good. He's a little, his eyes are a little close together for Rick, but other than that, he's pretty much, he we could, saw Shane he's again. pretty much, it's the fake Shane, but yeah. the guy does a great job. Yeah. Um, he was there, he was there at Punisher at Heroes and Villains and he was in the Shane Wash police, uh, yeah. wa- Shane, what is that? Shane Walsh. Why can't I say Walsh? Walsh. Shane Walsh. Um, police outfit. Yep. And he was there again. Um, so, and we got yeah, pictures I have last him, yeah. cool vendors. I got, you know, book. I got to hold, I got to put on um, the Wolverine claws. Yeah. They were $500. They were the original. They're heavy You as can shit. make them. You can make them. They're I know, but I'm just easy. saying, they're the ones he wore. And, like, I'm like, yeah. they're heavy as shit. Yeah, they are. <laughs> you you want to do something funny? Go look up Hugh Jackman original wolverine photo back in like 2002 weren't they like phones no i'm just talking look look just look at him and then go from hold look up the photo hugh jackman 2012 wolverine then do like 2015 hugh jackman wolverine he is like seven times bigger now than he was when he first started the wolverine yeah. it's ridiculous how much so bigger happened. he's gotten I'm gonna do one more time. Old man logan. it's that old man logan's definitely happened all right so having yes. said that Here's the Elon Mustang, um, and after this, we'll t- we'll talk talk about it because uh, this is pretty goddamn impressive. We're gonna in my lifetime. Yes. Our kids. Well, my you don't have any kids. My kids. My eggs. Will have a chance to go to Mars. It's pretty fucking impressive. Yeah. I mean, technically, I'll have a chance. Here we go. And I love Elon because he doesn't script any of this, yeah, so you he can just he just talks. vibrator it's really neat how how they're they're using this rocket technology it's pretty damn cool
This is the brilliance of it right here. I'll explain what it's all doing in a second. Basically what it's doing right now is we're gonna we're send the rocket up. It's gonna stay in low Earth orbit for 24 hours while this part of the rocket goes back to Earth refuels, puts back up, catches back up with it, and then takes it the rest of the way away to Mars. So it's just kind of like hanging, the other pieces kind of just like... It's hanging out in low Earth or orbit for like a 24-hour period while the bottom half, which is the reusable stuff, which he's been working on now with the Grasshopper, the Falcon 9, and all those rockets, now they're able to dock this one, refuel it, send it back up, which is what's going to happen now, all within a 24-hour window, and they'll, they'll launch it back up. And it'll go back out and be able to take the payload the rest of the way to Mars. That's the smart part of it, is the fact that we're using reusable stuff. And now we can get these rockets, and then here's where you'll see it connect back up, and then it'll take back off and go, go the rest of the way to Mars. That's cool, actually. That's really smart. Well, it's the only way that we could do it, Yeah. you know, feasibly. But it's got to hang in an orbit at a certain, in a certain... For 24 area. hours. Well, you just... Just out... It's, just outside of orbit, so it'll just sit there, just like a satellite or a okay. the ISS kind of sits there. Nothing will hit it, or unless some space junk comes or hits it. But. And what's really cool too is the ship that we're going to use is going to be bigger than 747, so you're going to be able to fit like 100 plus people inside of this and live spaciously. Because it is going to take you a couple months to get there. Yeah. They're saying like three to six months you know, to get like there. Five. It's it depends on how fast you're going, but they're saying you know three to six months. And then basically it's going to use the sail technology, you see that thing that came out, which is the um, solar sails that are used, that will help push it. Go check out, it's like an hour plus long video Elon did on it, but it's fucking amazing. So the cost right now would be between one to two hundred thousand dollars per person to go to Mars. That's cheap. That's, that's cheap. Yeah, that's cheap. So, so what you saw there is, is really uh, quite close to what we will actually build. Uh, it will look almost exactly what you saw, like what you saw. Um, so this is not, not, not an artist's impression. These, um, the, the simulation was actually made from the SpaceX engineering CAD models. So this is not, you know, it's not just, well, this is what it might look like. This is what we plan to try to make it look like. Um, so in, in the video, you, you, you got a sense for what the system architecture looks like. The, the rocket booster and the spaceship um, take off, loads the, the spaceship into orbit. The rocket booster then comes back. It comes back quite quickly. Um, 
within about 20 minutes. Um, and so it, it can actually launch the, 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 the tanker version of the spacecraft, which is essentially the same as the, as the spaceship, uh, but filling up the, the um, unpressurized and pressurized cargo areas with propellant tanks. Uh, so they look almost identical. So this, this also helps lower the, the development cost, which obviously will not be small. Um, and, uh, and then the, the propellant tanker goes up, and it'll go, actually up, it'll go up multiple times, so anywhere from three to five times to fill the tanks of the, of the spaceship in orbit. Um, and then once the, the spaceship is, the tanks are full, the cargo has been transferred, and uh, we reach the Mars rendezvous timing, which, uh, as I mentioned, is roughly every 26 months. That's when the ship would depart. Now, um, over time, there would be many spaceships. You'd ultimately have, I think, upwards of a 1,000 or more spaceships waiting in orbit. And so that the Mars Colonial Fleet would depart en masse. Um, this kind of is like happening in 10 years. My thing is, though, so... So, but like, are that. they going to leave um, people on Mars? But it, it right? actually makes sense and then to, to load the spaceships five years into later, orbit. Send a new group um, because you've got them. two years. No, they can stay. They can choose to stay if they want. But the booster and how the would they get the fuel to come so back? Get really like the other people bring, it, bring it. Well, let me pause. With the, so with the spaceship, you get less basically. Actually, this is on the server. I'll reuse because it's only like ten, twenty more seconds, maybe thirty years. So that might be twelve to maybe fifteen flights of the spaceship at most. Um, so you really want to maximize the cargo of the spaceship um, and, and, and use the booster and the, the, the tanker um, a, a lot. So here's the, the, the ship goes to Mars, gets, gets replenished, um, and then returns to Earth. Okay, so basically what, what's going to happen is we're going to have, like you just said, there's going to be in the upwards of a thousand of these spaceships in, in orbit that are going to float around. So every time... Every time that we send one up, like, so, okay, so it's going to go up, okay. right? It's going to go up in, in, into the or orbit there. It's going to break yeah. off, come back down, refuel, and then it's going to do this multiple times so it gets refueled. And there's a 24-hour window that you have to, to get all this done in because then you, you lose your shot to get to Mars because the way everything orbits, yeah. you have a certain time window. And it's every 26 months, I think you yeah, said. So what's going to happen is we're going to have a constant fleet going back and forth to Mars. We're, for the first few years, especially probably the first, I would say, 10 to 15 years, we're going to have a constant fleet going back and forth to Mars. So once they get there, the beautiful of what they're doing with, with the fuels and stuff now is we're going to be able to make the fuels on Mars. So the first few trips are going to be going there, getting labs set up to be able to create things, to create this back and forth that we're going, we're going to go. So, okay, so, my, so, my, so they're going to make the fuel so, there to go. So virtually, well, that and you know, there's um, there's there's helium and all that stuff that are on these plants that we can we can use use as part of the fuel, um, hydrogen two or three, I forget which one it is, but we're gonna be basically doing these like loop de loops back around from Mars to Earth. That's gonna allow us to be able to do that. Now, the first I would say couple hundred people, it's gonna be weird. They're gonna open up doors and not know what nobody's ever done that before yeah. on this new planet, but. That's so, so that's how it's going to happen. So, but I don't think you're going to be able to go and just decide you want to come back and come back. I think there's going to be well, contracts that, involved. <laughs> but I was worried about the fuel situation because to get there, so then they're going to make the fuel and then come back. Yeah, the first like I would say probably a couple years, maybe even five to ten years, is basically going to, just going to be them carrying shit from Earth to Mars to set up these labs and stuff, stuff like like that, like. Till Mars is habitable like Earth, where you can walk outside and take off a mask, that's not going to happen yeah. in, in our lifetime. But 
um, I mean, hell. No, nah, it probably won't happen in your lifetime. Either. Unless we nuke them, and that's what Elon wanted to do, but I guess nobody wants to do that. But um, but I just find this really fascinating. Now, So now we have we have a set plan, a set time frame on when we're going to get people to Mars. And my, my boy Elon Musk is, is, is at the foot of it all. And I've been a fan of this guy for like 10 years now. Yeah. He's done some fascinating shit. And um, Jeff Bezos, who does uh, his his form, you know, they're kind of like the, the SpaceX is, is owned by Elon Musk. They're the ones who do most of it. He owns Tesla coils, right? Well, he owns Tesla motor companies. He owns, uh, like I said, Solar City. He owns all these different companies. He started a PayPal. But Jeff Bezos, who does the Blue Origin, they're like doing the same stuff. But they're just like a little bit behind Elon and, and, and SpaceX. So, but they're doing some good stuff too. Like, there's another group out there, but I, I know I always talk about SpaceX and Elon. But Jeff Bezos with Blue Origins doing some awesome stuff too. And they're working on their Mars plan yeah. too. So they're just not going to get there before. Elon's going to be the first person. Yeah. Like, or not, he necessarily might not be. He's going to get his company to Mars before anybody else does. Like, that's his goal. So, in, and they're saying 10 years. This is 2026. We're going to have people standing on Mars. That's that's at the earliest. If everything goes to plan, if everything goes perfect, that's what's going to happen. Let's just say there's a two-year. Let's just say it takes 12 years instead of 10. Still, in 12 yeah. years, we're going to have people standing on, on Mars. That's fucking that's amazing. Awesome. That is amazing. That's I mean, crazy. we have a rover up there right now just driving around doing piddle dick work. You know what I mean? So I can't wait yeah. to see what's going to happen, what we can, the pictures and videos we can get at that point. Could you that's imagine what? that? <laughs> you, know, you, know, you, know, you never know what's 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 li- living out there, but I, I mean, imagine Mars like um, pitch black. That's how I always imagine. Nah, I, I always think, think of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Get your ass to Mars, you know, like when he did Total Recall. Um, or Jared Leto, Thirty Seconds to Mars. Yeah. <laughs> um, you want to watch a cool movie? I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's uh, nobody you've ever heard oh. of. It's like an independent movie out the ass. Um. Brain fart. Trying to think of the damn name of the movie. Europa Europa Report. Have you ever seen seen that? Uh-uh. It's fucking great. You also sent me the link. Uh, I think it's on Netflix still, but it is a great movie. And it's basically talking about habitating Mars, but it's an independent movie. Um, you ever you want to watch something cool too? Check out Moon. David Bowie's son directed Moon. Fantastic space movie. Uh, I don't know if that's on Netflix. It might be. I know it was at one time, but that was like five or six years ago. I like The Martian. Martian was great. Interstellar was great. I like them both. Uh, my fr- I actually liked, um, what's the one with Sandra Bullock? Gravity. Gravity. Gravity, Gravity was good. Uh, my favorite space stuff has always been Star Wars, so I can't walk away from that. Star Wars is uh, fantastic. Uh, uh, space Cowboys is good. Star Wars is fantastic. <laughs> Star- and then Armageddon. Star Wars still beats it. And Star Trek right behind it. So, yeah, so that that's, you know, uh, the Elon Musk uh, vision for SpaceX to get to Mars in 10 years. 10 that's years. awesome. I yeah. can't wait. And, it, like, as of right now, it would cost you, let's just say 10 years. Like, so by the time it, this 10 years gets, it's going to be even cheaper for us to get there. But right now, let's just say this plan, we could get there right now, will only cost you between one to $200,000. People could literally sell their house yeah, and, and go, go to Mars. Mars. I mean, that's it's that affordable, right? I would do it. I just can't wait to see. I want to see when somebody opens up those bay doors to that spaceship. Like, I, I want to see. I, I just want to see what Mars looks like without being rover footage. Mm-hmm. I want to see what it looks like when they walk out there. I want to see the dirt kick up. I, that, that's what I'm more interested in. I want to see what the planet look, look looks like. I wonder what Mars would smell like. They say it smells like rust, rust and copper. Oh, that makes 
because it, well it is full of iron <laughs> and everything but it they say it smell it smells like rusting copper but like once that. you terraform it and you get time you're going to be able to grow things on it eventually it's basically going to be earth like we could earth turn well there's already earth to 2.0 right below us uh it's in the uh prox uh, uh proximal no i forget the I'm name drawing, I, yeah, yeah i'm drawing blanks on it too uh Proxima B or whatever. Proxima B. It's yeah, in the, it's in the like yeah. Um, but you know we get, supposedly we can't get to that. It's hard to get to. Um, but we can get it to it with. They're doing this whole cool thing. I don't know if you know about. They're doing this laser where they shoot these sails up in, and you can project something, the speed of light, with just pushing it by a laser from Earth. So we can send these like tiny little robots like little drone kind of things, like things from and you shoot them yeah sort of you shoot them in the space and then we use a laser that'll guide them right to wherever we want them to and they could go anywhere in in the solar system all guided by a laser that'll basically push them i mean when you think about it we haven't even explored 10 percent of the universe no we we probably <laughs> like, haven't explored one percent of the universe I, but i'm saying like okay we'll we don't 10, even know but I'm, I'm saying to say 10 because we don't know how far we don't probably, know where it ends. We've explored probably 1% of the, our, our solar system. And, like, for us to think that, like, it's kind of like, it just makes you feel so We've small. We've never been beyond moon, which we can see that looks the size of my hand yeah. when you look at it. So, and we can't, you could see Mars, like, every once in a while. But, I mean, and like, it, through just a telescope. About it. I don't know how people don't think that there's stuff out there. They're closed-minded yeah. people. I mean, they've already proven there's life on other planets. There's water. There's all these things. We've already used bacteria. I mean, it's been proven. So I believe realism. I believe beauty is skin deep. (laughs) I guess you don't remember that skit. I believe. You don't remember that? I believe I can fly. I I forget who it was. We have an obsession with space. I would totally go to Mars. I would drop everything and go. I don't give a fuck. I don't have any kids, so. That you know of. Nothing has came out of my vagina. It's a joke. Oh. Um. Mike wants to be the first uh, man to be impregnated. Do it up. They can actually, uh, I sent him a link. Where's the joke? Actually, uh, Mike can pay me child support. <laughs> they can actually transplant a uterus into another person now. It's a tumor. So. They're close to being able to trans- it's a tumor. <laughs> transplant one into a man and then figure out the... Here, you want to hear the I Believe skit? Because then C-section. What? Here you go. This is the I Believe skit. I Believe. I Believe. You ever heard this? This song is called I Believe. It's from the Blue Collar yeah, Comedy. They got that. <laughs> I already said that. Out of everything, this is what we believe. <laughs> For the Spanish people, it's Yo Believo. <laughs> Yo Believo. Oh, El Believo. Whatever. Yo El, whatever. But uh, go like this. I believe that Britney Spears. Should be one of Baskin Robbins, 31 flavors. <laughs> Two scoops. <laughs> I 
that anyone who wants to wear a thong should have to go through an application process. <laughs> I believe that ignorance of the law is no excuse, and I'm quoting a New York City judge on this one. <laughs> How old are you? enough to learn how to play that song. Wait, well, when's your birthday? Uh, February 17th. Now, what year is your birthday? Every year. <laughs> you have. Three-year-old running around a flea market in his underpants drinking Coca-Cola out of a baby bottle, and I'll show you a future NASCAR fan. There you go. Uh, those, wow. those guys are funny. I just remember that. I believe because they would do it at the end of all their their tours. I can't believe you never seen that. All right. So I want to play. I'm not going to play you trailer for Luke Cage. I'm going to play something else for, for Luke Cage. Now you have not started watching this yet. No, I'm going to start tonight. I I've seen. I've, watched, I've seen seven episodes, and I have to say, it's a fantastic show. It's right up there with Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Everything they've done on Netflix that's been Marvel property has been great. Yes. Now, the difference between this one and Jessica Jones and Daredevil is this one... I don't even know how to, how to say it. Well, first of all, it's in like this cool like 1970... It's not in that time it frame. It has this vibe. Yeah, it has like this really... Like the jazzy Harlem... Yeah, New like black exploitation films from like yeah. the 70s and stuff. And they do this really cool thing. But, you know, with all the stuff that we go through now in our country with all the, uh, the Black Lives Matter and, and a lot of these things, what this show did so well, I think, was they were able to use those, those, those tropes and be able to turn it into something kind of positive. And they use some words that like my like for instance my uh daughter's like can we watch it and i was like i don't know if you can watch it because they use some words that are kind of out there but at the same time i'm like you know like maybe maybe they i, I don't know i i got i want to get through the season and, and then i'll, I'll decide if, yeah. if they're going to watch it but um my oldest probably could my youngest I, I, i'm not sure if but they use so yes they say some racial words but the way that they do it they do it in a way to where they'll use that word and i'm, I'm sure everybody knows the word i'm talking about and then they they take that word and then they turn it into a positive. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna play a clip from that that I found like to me, this was this was the clip that really got me. So this is an episode two, way back when I was it two weeks ago or something when I first saw this. I, I got like some advanced stuff on it. So when I saw that, I was like, okay, I'm hooked because I told in the, in, the, in this day and age, Chicago and Charlotte and North Carolina, all these different places. I think that, um, you know, all the race stuff we have had with the police and all that, I think this show kind of grapples that and says, you know, like, yes, this stuff does exist, but here's a way that you can you can take 
um, something away from it and turn it into a positive, even though it's a superhero show, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I'll play the clip, and then you guys can be the judge. I love the music in this, in this show, too. It's great. Slippers. Slippers were there last time. All right, here's the part. You haven't seen this yet, right? What are you doing here, nigga? I'm not gonna ask you again. Young man, I've had a long day. I'm tired. I'm not tired enough to ever let nobody call me that word. You see a nigga standing in front of you? Across the street from a building named after one of our greatest heroes? Yeah, a dead one. You even know who Crispus Attucks was. A free black man. The first man to die for what became America. He could have acted scared when those Brits raised their guns, blended in in the crowd. He stepped up. He paid with his life, but he started something. That's what Pop did, not me. I laid in the cut until he stepped up, and it cost him his life too. I ain't laying back no more. You want to shoot me? Pull the trigger, nigga! I ain't got all night! Do it! What? You scared? Fine. I'll do it for you. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> First of all, he's a terrifying man, the guy who plays with Cage. I love him. He's, he's such a good actor. I don't know what he's been in besides this. Ocean. I love it. And he's and he's very smart. As he's talking. Yeah, because you you get the feeling that he's he's it's true. You know. And to me, that was just as good as like when I was watching this for the first time. I was, that's the part that sold me on the show. Just the way that he took control of that situation and 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 leading up to that. Once you catch up to that point, leading up to that. It's it's fucking amazing, and they don't like they don't like prolong you know the parts where he becomes a hero. I guess yeah. you could say, you know, um, this is after Jessica Jones because they talk about those things a little bit here and there, and they talk about the incident again. And actually, there's a guy on the corner who's selling. He's like, "This is the raw DVD of the incident. You get to see the green guy on <laughs> HD, and you know <laughs> that dude with the uh, hammer flinging it around. Like it's funny as hell because." They make the mentions, you know, and they talk about Hell's Kitchen. Remember the guy who's selling the guns in Daredevil? Yes. He's in this show. Oh, wow. So they did like a crossover. Is that? Well, he's, uh, it's all in New New York, but he goes, after Jessica Jones, he goes back to Harlem. And this guy just kind of goes back and forth. You'll, you'll notice him right when you see him. He's in the very first episode. I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to see it. It's fantastic. It's, It's really good. The writing in it's great. Um, there's Biggie, like, there's a lot of big. there's this one episode with Biggie, I'm just gonna throw it out there, he's not in it, but there's this giant fucking mural of Biggie Aww, with the crown on, yeah. and he, and the guy 
who plays Cottonmouth, talks about Biggie. And there's a, there's a really beautiful shot to where the guy walks up, and he walks up just in the right spot to where it looks like that guy's wearing the crown, and he's giving the speech. you got to watch. I'm oh, telling you, cool. they do a phenomenal job with this show. I really dig it. Um, I don't know who the cop girl is. You'll catch her okay. by, like, episode one, I think. Um, but she's fantastic. Um it's it's all great acting. The guy who plays Pop is really really good. Um, every like I said, I'm like I see I've seen five, I watched two, so I'm seven episodes in, and I'm I love it. I'm absolutely in love with this character. So you'll dig it too. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't watch Jessica Jones. No, I didn't watch. You need to watch Jessica Jones. Jessica <laughs> Jones is Jessica Jones is, is is really good too. So um, and like all these are going to tie in. So all yeah, these worlds the are right? oh, yeah, they're all going to tie in. We're gonna and then we got. We got Iron Fist coming up next, and then you know, then we're gonna get the Defenders. So, and I think they're gonna push Daredevil season three back because of the, uh, and Jessica. I know they're pushing Daredevil back a little bit because they said we want to get the Defenders out. So, season three of Daredevil. Uh, oh, they talk about Fisk in this, you know? <laughs> yeah, you seen That's what happened awesome. to you saw what happened to Fisk, you know? So, the, the all of its ties together. I you can't know? wait for the Punisher. Yeah, and I think you're going to see him in Defender, so um, that's going to be fun. And they're talking about maybe bringing him over to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as as well. So John Bernthal could that's be awesome. Punisher on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, I mean, look, they're doing some good stuff over there, and I'm, I'm loving every bit of it. Um, like I said, and then, you know, this week we got... Did you see the trailer for Ash vs. Evil Dead? No, I didn't. Right, I'm going no, to play a trailer for that, because uh, that just came back on last week. I watched... I love uh, Bruce Campbell, though. Yeah, I watched the season two premiere uh, last night, and it's fucking fantastic. I um, can't wait. I got so much to catch up on this week, because I was busy planning for Walk the Talker and everything. So, can't wait, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying to see which one I want to play. There's a whole episode on YouTube. Oh, shit. I don't know how that happened. You did a Mr. Robot type thing. Uh, I'm just going to play the one that they put out here. Um, this is like a month ago, but... Here it is. Ash vs. Evil Dead. Of course, there's a trailer that I'm going to or ad that I'm going to skip. Ugh. I hate fucking this shit. All right, here we go. Looking good, Eli. I'm the beard dragon in the first season. Ash is having a pretty good time in Jacksonville, Florida. Can I touch it? He made a deal with Ruby to pass the baton and be done as a dead-eyed killer. But evil has a funny way of finding us. I guess it's safe to say the truce is over. <laughs> I fucking love this man. I love the way they shoot. Now evil is calling Ash back to Elk Grove, his hometown. So uh, why so long since you've been home? Ash has a very bad reputation in his hometown. 30 years ago, it was said that he'd murdered his friends and even his sister in a small cabin. Some of you may know him as Ashy Slashy because he went crazy and chopped up his friends. Okay, that's not true. I did not go crazy. I knew exactly what I was doing when I chopped up my friends. <laughs> Ash has to confront some demons from his past. Ashley? Hello, Dad. Ash and his father, Brock, is kind of depressing how similar they are. All right, put the guns down. What is going on? You got a green card, kid? He's your father, all right. I need your help. Ruby's children have grown up to be demon spawn and evil. <gasps> and she needs Ash's help to rein them in. Just trust me. Help me stop my children. 
I save her because I should? Or because she's hot? <laughs> we need all of us to defeat evil. I love this piece of chance. Now it's time for war. Nobody else can be that. It has gone beyond deadites. Going back to Elk Grove could change everything. It's good versus evil, but our good is not that good. <laughs> and the evil is really bad. That is horrible. And also awesome. Which is everything that I do. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you gotta watch it because it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, I have it's a lot so to watch fun. this week, but luckily I don't have nothing going on. It's great. Have you seen the... I haven't seen this yet, but today they released... Um, so, I'm not going to play you all the uh, all the superhero CW shows that are coming up, but I will play you this. Today they... And I, I've not... I've only seen the shorter version, but today they showed the extended version of the Fight Club 2.0 scene for uh, Supergirl and all that stuff. Oh, wow. Let me see if I can find... So, uh, I'm trying to think of how to do it. CW Fight Club... But I heard today they released the entire thing, so I'm gonna check it out. Uh, eight hours ago, this must be it. Eight hours ago. So, here you go, just watch it. Check here it out. You don't know why you're here. You're about to find out. You see this yet? You do know I let you kidnap me, right? No, we would have taken you. Mm. I doubt it. Not unless you have a kryptonite arrow in that quiver. <laughs> anyway. So, what's with all the mysterious mystery? You tell her. Wait a sec. Is this that Fight Club thing? <gasps> oh, I've heard so much about this. I'm so excited. We thought the abduction was cool. We're really gonna like the up. The episode with Superman Flash is fucking We thought we needed to up the ante for someone. Available. There's all the shows now awesome. on one. Is this team. where you train? It's more of a team up training. Team yeah, but they didn't have Superman. Now they got Superman. Welcome to Superhero Fight Club 2.0. More like Fight Club 9.0. Last one was about as legit as Commodore 64. Oh. The only rule of this Fight Club? You gotta break the rules if you want to survive. Enter Spears. I get what you marry all those. Yeah, I'm all girl. Like, it doesn't really exactly scream. I love you. You should be screaming. How about Orb of Death? Dig. Stay in your lane. Diggs you know who does the name burger? This guy. All systems ready. Begin threat assessment. Commence assault in three, two, one. Okay, there's six of us or one of them. I think that we need to team up. Stop saying team up! Anyone in a betting mood? Parson <laughs> Manhunter, Supergirl. My money's on Supergirl. He hasn't met none of these. Did you guys know he was an alien? <laughs> yes. yes. Hey guys, whatever that thing is, I think it's got backup. Let's see if you can conquer your fear alone. What the? Do you think that's bad? Try running with these on your feet. It's you. It's all of you. I knew it. I told them there's a secret floor, but would they believe me? No. That was right. Wait. 
double down on Girl of Steel. Oh, I get it. These things self-destruct. Way to go, nerd girl. Crack the code. Looks like you're a new team savior. I don't understand. Team savior, did you mean activate team taser? Wait, what? You know what you are? You're in the jungle, baby! <laughs> Hello, Cisco. You guys got. Yeah, Cisco. What else you got? I'm so glad you asked. <gasps> Only other rule of superhero fight club. Never ask for more fight club. Oh god, monkey! Bad monkey. Really grand. I can't wait. They're doing the whole four week. So Kevin Smith's episode is, he saves just before the crossover, or just after. Oh shit! You done? Yeah, that's about it. Cool. Um, so Kevin Smith said he was his episode was just before the Fortnite crossover, just after. But supposedly that crossover is fucking amazing. Like they literally didn't like shoot each show. They actually went from set to set. They, they did a lot. It took oh, them. That's cool. They were jostling around all this. Like Stephen Amell posted his thing. He was like. From two to four, I'm on Arrow set, and then from four to eight, I'm on Flash's set, and then I'm on Supergirl set. So they're really bouncing around, pretty cool. So Man. I'm looking for. I love those shows. So yeah. and this week we tomorrow we have Flash, and then Wednesday Arrow, and then next week all of them. Yeah. So I love them. Awesome. So yeah, so I'm looking forward that to all those cool. shows. That was cool. That was fun. It was neat, and I <laughs> I'm telling you, you should watch Supergirl. It's actually a really good fucking show, like really strong show. It's That's just, what Bryce said. It's just as good as the rest of them. So, um, and I'm happy it's over on CW. And Kevin Smith's gonna be doing some Supergirl stuff. I love. So, all right, what, is that it? Is that it for that? Um, or? yes, we have one more thing to talk about. Then we'll jump into our topic. What's the nice thing? Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. Yes. This show. It's fantastic. Everything about it. Yeah. It's 10 out of 10. The soundtrack, the acting, the storyline. Like, nothing is wrong with this show. No, it's a great show. <laughs> like, I absolutely love the show. And for, for that, like, they're doing something that I don't think has been done. Although, I'm starting to wonder now if there's... there's I just saw it come up. I've described all these YouTube things. And somebody just popped some up that had a theory. And I saw it. And I'm like, I'll check that out tonight. I'm not yeah. going to say what it is until I watch it. Um... I think there's more to the story than we know. Yes. And I love how... Like, and I, what I mean by that is I think, like, in a weird, like, is it all a dream kind of thing? That's what I'm saying, because in the end, he never woke up from his lucid dream. Well, what you I... Never, you never see him wake up. What if this whole thing ends and it's just Elliot and uh, What's-Her-Face sitting on a couch in their high watching Back to the Future 2? That's why there's so many references of Back to the Future 2. I would be kind of pissed too. with that. Why? I don't know. I wouldn't be. It's never been done. I don't know. My thing is, show me something I've never seen seen before. I've but never seen be that before. But you'd pissed if Rick broke up in a, from a coma. Yeah, that's different, though. <laughs> only, only... Okay, I would be pissed if they did it in a way that was, like, campy. 
If he woke up and then he like had like a mental breakdown, that would be totally, totally different then. And like we got to see Merle back, and he was like an orderly, and a- Andrea was like his therapist. Yeah, they could definitely do it. Like, Merle is a janitor, and Andrea is a therapist. And Daryl could have been, like, a pizza delivery guy that That just came. Or Glenn could be a pizza (laughs) delivery guy. And then, okay, Daryl, who would be his right-hand man, maybe Daryl's a nurse that's giving him his, his, like, IV bags and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, just because they look a certain way doesn't mean in the dream they would be totally different. When we first met Daryl, he had clean-cut hair. So, I mean, they could do some shit like that. Only if it's done the right way. Because I've been saying this for years. That this could be a possibility. It's all it's all a dream. But yeah. if they did it in a... If they just woke up and, and, then, and then it ends and we don't know anything. And we're like, oh shit, he was just in a coma the whole time. Yeah, that would be dumb. Be You'd have to do like a whole episode of him waking up. Or even two episodes. Yeah. Of that whole situation, you know. And I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Um, I think we probably got... I'm going to guess... I think we're going to get to... I think season 18. No, we're gonna go beyond that. I'm thinking. I ho- I'm thinking we're gonna get three seasons after this season. So I think we'll get to ten seasons, and then that's when it'll quit. I don't know. Look, they've already said they want. They'll take it as long as they can. They have no intentions on stopping it. It's the number one show in the in the in the world. I know. So I mean, they'll take it as long as it's still the top five. Even if it dips down in season eight, you know, it's still the number one show. But so, yes, Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot's fantastic. Tyrell. Surprise. Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, Angela, no shit. We didn't believe, like, we didn't know she knew. <laughs> yeah, I mean, apparently um, Angela knows more than, uh, or unless there's a time jump. Yeah. From then that and then B.D. Then. Wong makes a hot fucking chick. <laughs> like, I texted you that. I was like, yo, he makes a hot chick. <laughs> sort of. If you're, oh, if you're into up. that. Not my thing, but. Uh, he, he's hot as a chick. Okay. Um, but that whole show, I mean, the way that it. It makes you feel like you're really there, like you're really part of Elliot's life, that you're actually doing this with him, and, you know, and then he's like, I'm sorry I lied to you, and, like, you know, there's so, so many great speeches from this from this season, I mean, the one where he's talking about, the lawyer's talking about, like, confidence, mm-hmm. like, it's all about a con, and then, you know, when Elliot's like, oh, I'm late for my church group, peace, like, you know what I mean, and then, and then you have the God speech about, you know... I don't even talk to my guy. Why the fuck would I talk to yours? <laughs> that that was one of my favorite things. Yeah, of, of I mean, the and season. then the whole sitcom episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, this show is just excellent, excellent. It, I cannot wait for season three. And I love that uh, uh, Rami Malek, um, when he won his Emmy, said. <laughs> that was him winning his uh, Emmy. I like when he won. He's say, like. Watch clapping. Say, watch clapping. Are you seeing this show? <laughs> Yeah, that was great. Um, yeah, I mean, look, uh, Elliot. Slater, I'm, gr- I'm Christian glad Slater he's does back a great job. Yeah, like, I would like to see him in a. It seems like his role has gotten smaller as the season went on. Like he wasn't in season one. He seemed like he was a lot more present. Well, he was because he was a lot more present in Elliot's mind. Elliot wasn't fighting it as much as mm-hmm. he is in this season. Now they did some cool. Uh, I've always talked about how this show has done great with the camera shots, and I think that this, especially the last few episodes, they really hit that home. I like mm-hmm. the way that they made uh, Mr. Robot like fizzle out, which yeah. was kind of neat. As Elliot was, you know, spoiler alert, he got shot. I'm not gonna say where, but um, so we you know, see him, like you know, like a computer screen. Yeah, like fading out. out. Yeah, you know, kind of like in Pixels when they, bleep, 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 yeah. bleep, bleep, you know. And I thought that was really cool. It was I like, neat. I like when you know Elliot comes out of the bathroom and like he sees Darlene and her boyfriend, 
and like you see Mr. You see Christian Slater in front of him talking, and like you're all confused because then he starts talking to Elliot, and then they're like not. It was just like one of those weird things. And then it's the moment when he's realizing that he is him and him is he. Yeah. You know? And then at the end with Tyrell, Mr. Robot, and Elliot, I was like, I don't know who's real anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And, and <laughs> look, um, I wish they did more episodes per season. What do they only do? Eight or nine this year? There was 12. Was it 12? Yeah. It felt like it wasn't 12. Yeah. Uh, I just wish they did a little bit more. You know, like even The Walking Dead does 16, and that's short. Most, most things go 24, 22. Like, all the CW shows yeah. are 26. Yeah, I know. So I just wish we could get a little bit more than but just... But a lot of those shows are only half an hour long. No, they're all an hour. Not all of them. Every, well, all most the shows superhero get, shows are an hour. Most shows that get a 24, 26 season is like Modern Family, where it's like Not all the CW shows, like Era Flash. Look it up. They're all 26 episodes, all right. and they're all an hour long. All right. Um, yeah. The Walking Dead, 16 episodes. They started out long. with six. Eight. Was it, was it six? I can't remember. Six. I don't remember. Might have been. I can't remember. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a while. Um, but yeah, I mean, they. I just wish we could get a little bit more content. Because like the problem with with when they do such a short season, either that or they should like skip a week. Nah, I like it. I'm nah, used to twelve episodes. Because then it takes eight months for you to get back to it, and I don't like that. That's one of the biggest gripes I have with TV right now. There's such a long time between se- seasons. But then you have so much stuff in between. Yeah, but like right now we have like getting ready to start th- this week. We probably I think we have well in the in this month at the end in the month of October we have Supergirl. four. So hold on, four, five with The Walking Dead, six with Ash. We have we have like a, a, probably like ten shows that all start up right around the same time. Yeah. That after that all ended, like but the case in point, I'm telling you, it's like eight months between seasons of Mr. Robot. Yeah, I mean I don't mind that. I mean, I'm used to that because I, you know, I watch Dexter and and shows like that. So I'm used to the 12 episodes and then you wait, you know. But even with Modern Family and those shows like today, sometimes they'll skip a week. They'll just, it'll be a repeat for the next next week because they want to stretch that story yeah. out. I'd rather have that than just a short thing. That's part of like one of my problems. Like I love having the Netflix model, but the problem is I've realized now that two episodes per sitting is where I, I need to stay. I, I don't need to watch four episodes in one night. That yeah. just ruins it. Like, that doesn't ruin it, but it just... It's a lot of content to absorb. No, I just... I find, like... With, no, it's not even that. When I watched Daredevil, like I did this past year, I binged it all in two, two days. Now I have to wait 11 months and 20-some days till I get another set sitting of it. And that pisses me off. I just... I want things to be more spread out so that way i'm not waiting so long like it's seriously it sucks like even with movies like if we didn't have so many of like the superhero like let's just take marvel for example Mm -hmm. if it was just two or three franchises let's just say we had captain america iron man and i don't know um hulk and we had those three movies and we only got one movie every two two years it would feel like we're waiting forever but now marvel does put out like a movie every six months yeah but there's content constantly being flowed through that system, and they're all intertwined, so it's almost like one big long story. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just, I really get upset with these shows only do like ten or twelve episodes, and then you have to wait nine months for the next season. I don't like that because what happens is a lot of people forget what happens. Well, The Walking Dead breaks it up too, don't they? Do don't they do eight and then take and then they they take they it's almost two months and then they take that and then they go for that, which I'm okay with that. Like I'm perfectly fine with that. But like it just feels like Mr. Robot is on for a month and a half and then we don't get it for ten months. Yeah, 
That just drives me nuts. You could just let it build up. You could, but then you, you're not going to stay current. So yeah. if you're involved in anything on YouTube or get on social media, shit's going to be spoiled for, for you. And I can't blame people for going on social media and spoiling stuff. It's my fault for not keeping up with the yeah. show. So, know. you know, I just wish shows could spread things out a little bit. You I know love what I mean? Robot. Oh, it's a great show. Like I said, I just only wish we had more episodes. Because now we got to wait till like, next March yeah. for it to come back on. So that's my only gripe with, with that show. You can always show. rewatch them. You could, but there's so many. I, I don't like rewatching stuff because then I fall behind on everything else. I've learned there's a reason why I haven't watched Cry, Cry Baby in 15 <laughs> years. Or all any, any of these. Yeah. Like, literally, when I watch a movie, I watch it once, maybe twice, and then I don't watch it again. Are you serious? Yes. I've rewatched not, but that's why you're behind on everything. <laughs> you haven't watched Ash. You're not caught up on Flash. That's because I had a busy weekend. So did I. I was with you the whole weekend. <laughs> but, I was tired. But that's like to me. That's why I don't rewatch stuff. Even if I like it a lot, I might like. I can tell you right now. I've seen all. I like. I loved Ant Man. Only seen it twice. I've seen. I love. I loved Captain America. All of them. Only seen each one twice. You know, because, and usually it, I watch it by myself and then with the kids. Yeah. But I'll fall behind on everything if I don't do it because there is a lot out, out there. Like this week alone, you're going to have four hours of TV to watch if you fo- if you follow that CW run. Yeah. You're going to have four hours right there. So if you don't watch it one week, you're eight hours behind. That's why you haven't watched Je- Jessica Jones and all that. It's because there's other stuff out. But you're rewatching old no, stuff. No, not. You just when said Jessica it. Jessica Jones came out, I was watching... Uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and stuff like that. I was watching other Netflix original shows. Okay. Not just comic book and, you know, like, I like to Oh, I like other my, stuff, too. My horizon. I do, too. Like, I sit down and watch Elon Musk for an hour and yeah. a half. <laughs> I'll watch, I'll get in the bathtub and watch speeches for two hours. Like. <laughs> but I will, I, I hate falling behind on the stuff that's in the zeitgeist of the world. Because then things will get spoiled. And I don't really necessarily care for spoilers, but there's people out there that do. But I like to stay current on those shows i don't stay know stay current bitch i hate like one thing i hate is if i go to work and there's a buddy of mine who watches all the shows and he's like did you watch this even if i'm one day late i'm like no and i feel like an a- asshole oh lord i like to watch i don't know i i no, I, no I, I always watch like even the ccw shows i don't watch them that night i watch them the next day but that's you gotta, late you as I go. i've started to but you know i gotta keep current with stuff that is going on right now Fine. like like Luke Cage, Luke Cage is, is, is my shit right right now. Yeah. I gotta get that. I'll have that done because like the ball, but all the other shows, yeah, I can't fall behind on anything. The minute you fall behind, you just it takes forever to catch back up. I just reach for a hat. That what was I, I was like, what the? Fuck I do that. Are all, you I do doing? that all the time. I reach for a hat and it's not there. I wear a hat all the time. Oh yeah, you're podcasting without a hat. You usually don't do that. I, it's a weird quirk he has. I always have a hat on. Um, <laughs> okay, so are right, you ready to jump into this topic? Yes, let's do right, it. This is one you picked. Yes, can you turn on the light? I have actual notes. <laughs> All right. You kick. You kick uh, oh, and Blair says he is definitely on for next week. Okay. So, what so we, we are, it is a holiday next week. So, uh, I mean, I'm off. I'm, I don't think you got Columbus Day. Do you guys get off for Columbus Day? No. Oh, okay. I was going to say I do. But I would say we could do it during the day, but that's fine. If you're not off, we can do it tonight. What, uh, what's her, uh, what day is that? The 10th? Uh, whatever next Monday is. I don't, I don't know. Let me hit him up and see what time is good for him. But kick off your uh, okay. topic. So this is a cool topic that I found, and I, and I just fell in love with it because, you know, it shows the gullibility of people and 
you know, and how one person can just create this huge thing that makes an impact on something. And this could never happen in today's age. Yeah, never. It would never, never happen yeah. in today's age. Um, so this is the Society for the Indecency of Naked Animals, also referred to as Cina, right? Cina. Yep. Cina. I always want to say Cina. It's Cina. Cina would be um, with an E. I don't <laughs> well, pronounced wrong. Um, can't give falsified facts. Um, on May 27, 1959, a man in a suit appeared on the Today Show. He went by the name of G. Clifford Prout. His mission was to clothe naked animals for the sake of decency in this country. He claimed to be the president of an organization called CINA, um, and he said naked animals were destroying the moral integrity of our great nation. So his solution was to cover them with pants and dresses. Pantaloons, to be exact. Pantaloons. Pantaloons is the exact words. Um, now, this seems like, you know, far-fetched. Like, people really believe this. Like, okay, so... Like I said, in a world of social media, this never would yeah. happen. Um, so his speech did not fall on deaf ears. Within days, Cinna attracted more than 50,000 members, okay? People were literally protesting, okay? Um, for the next four years, the organization and its leaders topped news headlines, uh, talk shows, debates. They were everywhere. Look, I dress my dogs. Maybe that's where it could have. I don't <laughs> know. Because it is weird when, like, I got, I got a girl dog and a boy dog. When a girl rolls over, you don't really see much. When a boy rolls over, rolls over you see something. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Even though the girl dog has a bunch of nipples. So does the boy. They all did. The same amount. They all have. I never know this. I've always had girl dogs. Well, Oliver has hair, so you don't see him as much. But he's got, they all, it's just like a, I got nipples. You got nipples. I have nipples. I, yeah. I never had boy dogs. I don't like boy dogs. I like uh, female dogs. You've had boy dogs. Spike was a boy dog. That wasn't my dog. That was your and Chrissy's dog. Still around. Wasn't my dog. It was still around. When I was young. I don't remember his nipples. Yeah. Uh, Think of another one. Lady. Ginger. What is Raz? It's not my dog. It's living in your house, though. It doesn't. He doesn't. We don't socialize together. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I guess you don't remember Red. No. Okay. Didn't he get hit by a car? No. Sparky. Sparky got hit by a car. Boy dog. I don't remember Sparky. So I've always, I've always had female dogs. Um, so um, people began dressing their animals and protesting in agreement with Proud. Um, they had a slogan and it said, a nude horse is a rude horse. Mm -hmm. Um, it appeared on his first pamphlets that he made with his wife. From 1959 to 1960, um, Cinna ballooned in popularity. It had tons of members. Ballooned because of the pantaloon? Yeah. It had tons of members all over the great nation. Um, picketers protested even at the White House and they held signs imploring the president, President Kennedy, to cover all horses' private parts. <laughs> hey. Um, you ever seen a horse, Willie? It's huge. <clears throat> Ew. The hey, hell? there's women out there that have sex with horses all, right, all stop, the time. Stop, just stop. throwing it out there. All right, so there's a, an anthem um, that uh, Cinna had. Um, it's called the Ode to Decency theme song. Um, so I'm going to read it. Okay. You got to sing it in the... How they would sing it. It's sung on this clip I got. I heard it. High in the wings of Cena, 
We fight for the future now. Let's clothe every pet and animal, whether dog, cat, horse, or cow. Jay Clifford Prout, our president, he works for you and me. So clothe all your pets and join the march for worldwide decency. S-I-N-A, that's our call. All for one and all for and one for all. Hoist our flag for all to see, waving for morality. Onward we strive together, stronger in every way, all mankind and his animal friends. For Sina, S-I-N-A. You want to hear how close you were? All right, let's see. Was I close? Here we go. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it to your own conclusions. We have with us the Poet Laureate of Sina. Uh, the poetess laureate, I should say, to be more correct, of Mrs. Ben Jacopetti, and she is going to read the Cine poem, Ode to Decency. Now, her term as poet laureate expires in 1969, I believe. <laughs> but she will read the poem to you. Perhaps we better have her read it first, because I think uh, she's a little restless. Would you like to read that right now, Mrs. Jacopetti? Mrs. Rain Jacopetti, let's uh, welcome her. our ode to decency. O oh, animals, O oh, animals, friends of man and child, how simple are your little ways, how docile and how mild. Yet here you are in nature's state, unmindful of our modern ways. This isn't the song I cover at last your nudiness. That's the poem. <laughs> and do as Sinner says. Don your bloomers, aprons, shorts, be they fancy, be they plain. Speak of your newfound decency from Seattle to St. Augustine. That this is from the original night of the, uh, this is when they first dropped it. So, there you go. That's their. That's what the original, it probably changed over the time, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But the night that this was all done, this is this is it. This is the this is the speech he gave in 1959 that generated all this hype. I like this one better than that one. Yeah. She said nudie. Nudie. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this is the big thing. I mean, you can go online and just type this in, and you will see people holding signs up. You know, uh, oh, going to court. You know court. what? I think you had the marching song. Not, oh, did I? Let's see. Hold on. Hold up. What does it tell you what time? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. There's a clip, if you want to listen, it's a half hour long, and it's all on um, YouTube. You can go in there and check it out. So this is, I think, what you had. It's called the Sinner Now I have here song. a copy of the official marching song, Wings of Decency, as written by G. Clifford Maybe. Trout, our beloved president. <laughs> but I must explain to you that when we march in parades, uh, Sinna usually turns out very strong. That is, we have had as many as 2,000 people marching in a Labor Day parade down Fifth Avenue in New York. And all of the members march with Cinna shields. The Cinna shield I'm going to show you right now. I, you see... Cinna's shield fits underneath your neck, and of course, as you march, it's very exciting. Picture yourself behind this shield, marching in a parade, singing lustily, Wings of Decency. Let's get on to the Cinna marching song. I have a 
don't know if this is going to help much, but uh, it gives me a little courage. I, I, I will just imagine uh, the melody, would you please? High on the wings of sin, uh, we fight for the future now. Let's clothe every pet and animal, whether dog, cat, horse, or cow. G. Clifford Prout, our president, he works for you and me. So clothe all your pets and join the march for worldwide decency. S-I-N-A, that's our call. All for one and one for all. Hoist our flag for all to see. Waving for morality. <laughs> Sounds like he belongs in Wizard of Oz. Uh, there's one more stanza. Would you like to hear it? Yeah. Onward we stride together, stronger in every way. All mankind and his animal friends for Sina, S-I-N-A. Like I said, there's an entire video, and you, or not, it's not even video, it's just the audio from uh, when this was released out. There's the history of Prowse, or Prout. There's the uh, emotional stability test where they talk about what qualifies you to wear pantaloons. Um, we'll probably play like in, in a little bit. We'll play I'll play, at, uh, yeah, well, I'll play like the first five minutes or something. Okay, so a lot of people believed in this. Uh, people would donate money, but he, uh, the. The leadership would never accept money from people. Okay, mm -hmm. he did this all by himself, and then he had maybe one or two people, but they knew what was going on, and they, you know, helped the cause. So, on August twenty first, nineteen sixty two, Cinna made an appearance on CBS News with Walter Cronkite. Walter Cronkite, okay. yes. Cronkite. Cronkite. <laughs> My name is Walter Cronkite. <laughs> one of the employees at the studio recognized Prout, air quote, as an actor. From one of his schools, mm -hmm. um, the employee confronted uh, Henry, and S and Cena was revealed as a huge hoax. Okay. Yes. So Walter Cronkite, Cronkite was very upset with this. He did not want anything to do with this interview, um, and he was like, "Are you kidding me right now?" Like he didn't think it was real, and then you know they called it out. So a few months later time magazine wrote a story exposing the hoax and the man behind it but it did have a message okay it was a commentary on the state of affairs in america it was a satirical riff on censorship um it mocked the morals of uh many people out there who were banning uh films books music um and all that stuff like that during that time period um he was showing you how gullible people can be and how s stupid they can make something sound, you know, correct. Yeah, they could take something <laughs> that's so dumb and turn it into something that sounds so, okay, I can believe in that. Yeah. I can get behind that. Exactly. Um, so the man behind this, his name is Alan Abel. Alan Abel. He is a comedian, an actor, and an activist. Um, one day while driving in Texas, uh, Abel was struck, was struck stuck in a traffic jam where he spotted a countable having sex. Okay. He saw different reactions and expressions Hold on, it was on like, people's it was like, faces. It was like, more motherfucker. <laughs> the fuck? It's a cow. Oh, my alien. Alright, 
Some, <laughs> some of the people that he <laughs> saw were disgusted. Others were amused. Um, some people didn't even look. I would have been videotaping that shit, selling on YouTube. I would have started YouTube. Made myself. I would have started. Made myself jillions. Been like what? Al Gore didn't create the internet. I did. <laughs> so he went home that night and wrote and created this huge backstory for Sina. Um After it was revealed as a hoax, people still supported the movement. They still protested. They still put um, clothes on their animals. I put There's, clothes on my animals. Am I a supporter? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a supporter. <laughs> hey, when Pearl wears her tutu, that's awesome. <laughs> You ever seen her in that? No, but I asked Irene why there was glitter all on your back porch. She goes, oh, it's probably from her dress. And I was like, whose? And she was like, pearls. I was like, oh, God. It's awesome. Her, <laughs> her, her little tutu. And then we got, oh, we got Oliver a little hoodie. It's fucking awesome, so man. Um, so, Max Stockholm. Um, who Is he was, from the Rock'em Sock'em? No. <laughs> um, he loved Abel's work and ended up funding a lot of his projects after that. After I, I never heard of Abel until this. And then I was researching him a little bit. He's very interesting. He's a he's he very dry. Hilarious. He's dry, but his comedy is very yeah. funny. Here's Oliver in his hoodie. Aww. <laughs> Tell me I ain't so goddamn. Give God, him a you. little bell. Carry on with that. Um, <laughs> did you ever see Oliver in glasses? That's what he looks That's like. That's adorable. <laughs> that was me one night. That's I, adorable. I play with my dogs. <laughs> um. Do you like them on Facebook? Oh, my dogs have Instagram. If you guys want to give them a like, I, I forget. Like, I, I I'm underscore like, Ollie is my uh, is Oliver's, and then my underscore girl underscore Pearl. I didn't create these. My kids did. Is the other one. Let me see if I find Pearl in address for you. It's fucking. It's oh, you you adorable. can continue to talk. Yeah. Okay. So from then on, uh, Max Stockholm like com- like helped him fund all of his practical jokes. Okay. He did a lot of them. It mm-hmm. wasn't just one. And he fooled America multiple times. No, he did this this whole thing. Um, I'm not going to play it again this night. But if you ever want to check him out, when you look up Cinna on YouTube, you'll actually see right to the right, there's a guy who looks like Jack Nicholson in The Shining in black and white. And uh, they they touted him as being the world's greatest practical joker. And he's yeah, really he made like funny. a cigar box that was hilarious. And then, it's good stuff. Um, he said... He, he was going to impregnate women with semen from celebrities, celebrities and little capsules of pills. <laughs> I'm telling you, his comedy is dry, but, but it's funny as um, shit. He actually created a fake presidential candidate. Look at that shit. Look at her. Tell me that ain't fucking adorable. Tell me that ain't. That's adorable. She going to be a hot dog for Halloween? No, she was that lad last year. What, is she going to be a taco? I don't know what we're going to do. But here, here's two of them in their, in their clothes. See, I dress my dogs. My dogs will have clothes. So you got you you represent Cinna. I represent Cinna. <laughs> Look, there he is without without his hood up. Look at that shit. Ain't that cute or what? <laughs> I'm that guy. You're in love. Um, so he actually uh, faked a presidential candidate named Yvette uh, Bronstein. Um, they put her on political campaigns. Uh, they had everything out there saying vote for Yetta and watch things get better. Um, they said, put a mother in the White House, um, and people actually believed it, and people, and he even redid this, recurred this woman to be president, and people still voted. Yeah. <laughs> and then he even faked his own death, to uh, the point where he... He's done a lot. You go on YouTube, he has, like, New York lottery hoax, yeah. and I haven't even watched that one yet, so there's so yeah. many things I out mean, there. I mean, when he faked his death, he, he went to the uh, uh, studio. There he is there. He Look, to, he's old there. Yeah, he went to Universal Studios. Is he still alive? No. He went to Universal Studios, and uh, he was Who trying was to sell that? his story. I don't know. 
He was trying to sell a story. And How come women's breasts don't look look like that anymore? I think that's way hotter than what they look like today. Because they had different bras. Yeah, I guess. Oh, another perky. I think women looked hotter back then. They did. Okay. Um. So when he was leaving the studio, because they said they didn't want to uh, buy his story. Um, he was in the elevator, and the lawyers who didn't even recognize him, he overheard them saying, you know, let's just wait till he dies, then we can buy his story for peanuts. So he faked his own death. Mm-hmm. He went and rented um, a he did, casket. He did an uh, Andy Kaufman. Home. He pulled an Andy Kaufman. Like, he went and, you know, he had a phone line set up, so when people called, he printed his own obituary. That was hysterical. Um, so people actually thought that he was dead, and he had his friend answer the phone saying that, yes, we have the body, claiming to be, like, the mortician and stuff like that. And, you know, he got did away I show with you, it. Did I show you the Elvis from Andy Kaufman? Yeah, I did. did. Yeah, he so, did. He totally, he, he was mean, very good. He was very, uh, smart in what he did. Yes, he was, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. He just, like, he infested the minds. Yeah. Like, in such a way that was elegant. He was yeah. And made a statement. Yeah, he was able to take comedy in a different way. Like he didn't do it the traditional like I tell a joke and then you laugh. He did the. It was kind of like the I'm going to do a thing, and then you're going to have to react to the thing, yeah. and then that, in that reaction. Know that he was involved in this stuff. Yeah, because he did it behind the scenes. Well, oh. He caught that. Yeah, that that was the brilliancy of, of him was the way that he was able to. And I think the fact that because I'm I never heard of him before this, yeah. so I think the fact that he wasn't like huge, like like he wasn't like worldwide known as this funny ass guy. I think that kind of helped his his comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean? Because people didn't know who he was. He was able to go stand out in front of people and tell these jokes or act like Cinna was a real thing. And nobody knew otherwise. Yeah. You know, and I think that helped him. And, but like I said, in a world of social media where you can take a video of somebody and share it around the world in 20 seconds, back then you couldn't do that. Yeah. So, you know. But I mean, America, our nation is still gullible. Oh, they're still gullible. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, like, this is just showing you how gullible people can mm-hmm. be. Okay. Um, so, in January uh, 2nd, 1980, the paper um, dedicated eight inches of space to his obituary when he faked his death. So I thought that was eight inches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which, which, if you uh, to qualify to wear pantaloons, you have to be taller than four foot, but no longer no longer than six. No right? longer, no, no taller than four foot. Fuck, how's it go? I got, I, I gotta look. I gotta hear it again. Because <laughs> it's actually funny. That's part of the one of the fun, funny, funny. Yeah. Things. He has regulations. He has regulations on what qualifies. So I'll, I'll play that real quick. But if you, yeah, I'll just play that. I'll play you the first couple minutes. For indecency to naked animals. We're not for indecency. It's a broad use of the word. Don't misunderstand. We're not for it. We're against it. But we use the word for because if we were to say society against indecency, it would have to be S-A-I-N-A, which would not sound like Sina, and people would have difficulty pronouncing it. So we have Sina. And so it's a society for indecency to naked animals, and the purpose is to see that all animals are clothed for the sake of decency. That is, any animal that stands higher than four inches or is longer than six inches. (laughs) Now, why do we say higher than four inches or longer than six? Well, we have to begin somewhere, obviously. No, that's all right. You, you people who want to respond uh, vocally, as you are, it's all right because 
quite frankly, uh, most people are amused by Cinna. This is fine, because this is the first phase of indoctrination. Well, then it continues. How was you, you can go and check it out on YouTube. It's actually quite funny to listen to. I listened to the whole thing, and it's actually really fucking funny shit. Yeah. Because everything that... I wish, like... Uh, even when the Q&A, like, every time somebody posed a question, he had an answer for yeah. it. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, he just... It, it was, was like... It was just awesome. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's so. good stuff. Alan Abel is who it is, and Cinna is its just a quirky, weird thing that happened in history that is kind of took a life of its own for a little while. Yeah. And actually, even today, there's still still people out there that try and like promote this thing and try mm-hmm. and... Not that they think it's real now, but they're like, okay, it might have been fake, but there's some legitimacy to it, so let's continue it yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, you got thing. rock and roll and all that. Yeah. And yeah. So... Every, uh, every, uh, my comedian said that uh, uh, Liza Scherzlinger, she said, she understands why Elvis had that dance. His balls were probably stuck to his leg. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, definitely look him up. Alan Abel, uh, he's awesome. And Sina, S-I-N-A. S-I-N-A. And uh, I'll tell you what, I'll put a link to this video in the show, show notes. So if you download it, the link will be in there. So um, you guys can click, click on that. It'd be kind of cool. All right. So are we going to do this? Yes, let's do it. So we decided to whip out. Resurrect. Resurrect. Because we haven't done it in a long time, so let's see. Let's see if, if how. Zombie smarts cards. Let's see our zombie smarts cards. We'll do this with Blair because I know he hasn't done it next week. So he did confirm next week. Blair Webb will will be on the show. We're gonna talk about he went to Monster Mania Con, so we were talking about that. Uh, we're gonna talk about some Ghost Man, his comics and his art. We'll talk to him about how he got into art and stuff like that. So we're not gonna oh, do any. We're not gonna do any. We're not going to do any, like, topics or anything. We're just going to have, like, a chill, chill, chill. What chill. is not one of the rules for surviving in a zombie-infested world in Ruben Fletcher's movie, Zombies? A, beware of bathrooms. B, limber up. C, double tap. D, just so you know to climb on. Uh, A, I think. D, just say no to no, clowns. No, he hated clowns. No, remember he said always be cautious in bathrooms. That's what and it then was. the clown comes up. Okay. <laughs> I knew there was a clown in the movie, so okay. Ready? Alright. Question, uh, okay, so here it is. What is the best weapon to use for shattering a zombie skull and destroying the brain? Baseball bat, crowbar, sledgehammer, golf club. This is a kind of a trick question, actually. Crowbar. It is the crowbar. A lot of people, lot of people think the bat. And the bat can break. It says, uh, according to Max Brooks, the author of the Zombie Survival Guide, a steel crowbar is the best weapon for causing major trauma to a zombie. Although any of the above mentioned weapons could be used in an emergency, the crowbar is the best choice because it's heavy enough to do the job, but small enough and light enough to carry with you when on the run. It can also be used to pry open doors or move fallen objects that might block your escape. A baseball bat would be our second choice. A sledgehammer is too heavy. You might uh, become exhausted after clobbering several zombies in a row. And a golf, cl- a golf club is unlikely to crush any skull and might break after only one good swing. There you go. Interesting. Okay. True or false? A zombie always takes the most direct route towards its prey. Uh, true. True. 
Most zombie experts agree that a zombie rarely has enough brains but it can get blocked, that's to I mean. avoid obstacles in the path towards its prey. It just follows its nose. This explains why a simple six-foot chain-link fence can keep you safe from a small group of zombies. Zombies are too stupid and clumsy to climb anything. So a sturdy fence should stop them in their tracks. Depends on which zombie you're talking about, though, because I've seen zombies climb. But a large group of zombies could knock the fence down. So don't get too cocky about your fortress. Always have a backup plan. In season one of The Walking Dead, zombies climb. They cloned. They picked up rocks. They had conscious thought. They abandoned that after season one. A lot of people forget about that. In season one, there's literally, if you go back and watch it, there's zombies climbing the fences and jumping over as well as running and using rocks to smash through windows. A lot of people forget about that. Land of the Dead, where they thought, where they had the leader. Who, Big Daddy, who was at the uh, Walker Stalker yesterday. He's at all the Walker. He must live around here. All right, ready? How many of the main characters survive? Oh, I love this one because I know this answer. How many of the main characters survive in night in George Romero's Night of the Living Dead? Zero, one, two, or three? What do they mean by survive? How many people live through the night? This is actually I, I, this is the this is what made that movie so goddamn perfect. I thought zero, zero. Yes, because because okay, I'll read because. At the conclusion, all the main characters except Ben are dead. Ben survives the night by by locking himself in the cellar. In the morning, Ben hears the sheriff deputies outside, goes upstairs to investigate. When he peers out the window, one of the deputies spot Ben, shoots him in the head, right between the eyes. Another man, another man in the pose says, "That's another one for for the fire." And in fact, a little fun story about this is. George Romero, this is back when they made the movie, he had the reel, you know, because they shoot it on reels. Yeah. And he was driving to New York City to do it, and Martin Luther King had just been shot, and he thought to himself, here I am taking a movie to where the lead main actor, the hero, gets shot and dies, and Martin Luther King was just assassinated. He thought the movie was never going to do a damn damn thing because of that. Damn. I don't have another card. I only pulled out two. All right, here, here you go. Question. Man, that's awesome. What book is generally considered to be the first... You can see the answer. That's not fair. I didn't see! You were holding those ones down! What book is generally considered to be the first true zombie li- literature? Book of the Dead. Actually, I know this one. Book of the Dead, The Magic Island, The Serpent and the Rainbow, Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. The Serpent and the Rainbow. It is not. Book of the Dead, 1989. The original anthology edited by John Skip and the cre- and the creator Craig Spector... Comprises 16 horror stories. I think I have this book upstairs, actually. Um, 16 stories that are linked in the same premise. A worldwide outbreak of the zombie and its aftermath. Hmm. Sound familiar? Featuring the foreword by legendary George A. Romero and a short story called Home Delivery by Stephen King. The zombie-themed collection is... Uh, I don't have my glasses on there. Is... I can't... I can't see it. <laughs> the last... Uh, Oh, okay. By, okay. Just read the last sentence. story called Home Delivery by Stephen King. The zombie-themed collection is perpetrated... I got my glasses back on now. ...perpetrated to be the first of its kind. Okay, there you go. It's like written on blue. It's very hard to see. <laughs> there you go. All right. There you have it. All right, and we got a voicemail. Yes, I got to pull that up. <laughs> but while he's doing that, um, like we said... You can follow us everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, um, 
uh, xdexperience.com. You can find all of that. Um, we have links everywhere. Um, you can call and leave us a voicemail at 1-802-483-3682. I repeat, 1-802-483-3682. Call and leave me something sexy. Twitter, voicemail, or not voicemail. <laughs> you, you, you can leave us a voicemail. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Facebook, all those things. Yeah. YouTube, go, go uh, look us up. Fa- uh, Facebook is XD Experience. Um, Instagram is at the, uh, the XD Experience. Yeah, we do have a, uh email address if anybody wants to hit it up. It's the XD Experience Podcast at, at gmail.com. Um, I am Inspector Gidget, uh, BeckersX3 at AOL.com. You can add me on Snapchat, BeckersX3. Uh, call, uh, leave us a review on iTunes, please. Um... Even if you just tell me I'm annoying, just leave me a review. <laughs> if you like stickers, and we have a cool logo, so you, you know you want a free sticker. There you go. <laughs> or, or you can buy one. Yeah. They're only five bucks each, or three, three, three bucks each, two for five. Yeah. So, come what, on, guys. Blair said I gave him a bunch to take the a few to take take the Monster Mania. I think I gave him like five or six, and he said they're all gone. So. Cool. So, I gave him some of those little cards we had made, and, and some postcards. yeah, and some other cards too. Whenever I send something, I rate something on the back of those. It comes in handy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought what that author wrote in Harmony's book was pretty cool. What did it say? Um, My favorite people in the world are readers, and you're one of them yeah, or something. Yeah, thank like you for being one of them. Yeah, it was yeah. really cool, I Because she was all excited to get this book. Like she was, That was yeah. what she wanted all weekend. Yeah, that's all she wanted. That's my kid for you right there. All right, ready? Mm-hmm. Here we What's up, guys? Um, enjoyed last week's episode pretty good um as far as the fracking thing going on i mean i'm just waiting on the call you know y'all tell me when you're ready and I'll, two weeks from now you know i'll come in we'll do it anyway fun fact for this time do you know that when you brush your teeth it's the only time you clean your skeleton what the fuck? think about that anyway <laughs> peace out Brussels sprouts maximum effort circuit bike what do you say then What's up, guys? I have no clue what he um, said. Uh, I'm gonna slow down, but uh, yeah, when you brush teeth, the only time you clean your skeleton. I'm gonna yeah. say it to Irene because she works at the dental office. <laughs> they need to get that on a poster. Bryce, you're fucking awesome, man. I wonder where Bryce. Where'd you hear? Yeah, hear where'd that you hear from? that? You didn't. You didn't make that up. Um, you heard that somewhere. Maybe on, on another podcast. I don't know. All right, let's hear the end of it. See if we can make it out. Think about that. Anyway, peace out, Brussels sprouts. Maximum effort. Circuit bike. It saying? sounds like circuit board. What's up, guy? Uh, what does it say on the... Searching book. <laughs> I'll have to text him later. And be like, dude, what the fuck were you saying at the end of that? <laughs> it sounds um, like he said circuit board. <laughs> or suck it, Mike. Did he say suck my it, cat? Mike? I want to bring my cat. Michael Hat. <laughs> is his full name. He's a dog. <laughs> um, okay. Alright, so yeah, uh, we speed all our stuff, so yeah, check us out everywhere, y'all. Uh, thank you, Walker Stalker, for inviting us, and they're awesome. You should definitely go to their conventions. Very clean, very organized, very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and we love you guys. Leave us a review on iTunes. Yep, so check us out, and next week, like I said, we'll be back with Blair Webb, uh, Lice Wheel Studio. Go check him out. I'm looking at his Stranger Things he drew for me there. Ooh. I got Ash vs. Evil Dead stuff he drew for me over there. I got fucking Boba Fett he drew for me there. I got a zombie got a he drew for zombie. me up there. I got postcards from him. I love the yeah. dude. He's an awesome guy. Um, he does some great work, and he's fantastic. Yes, he's And like so I said, awesome. go get his book. It's on Amazon. I'm sure we'll talk about it next week. Yes. 
Um, I have the book Blair upstairs. Web on Facebook, uh, Wheel Life Studios. Life's Wheel Stu oh, Studios. Life's go check it out. I just shared his his book thing, so go support him on Amazon. That'd be awesome. And go check out John L. Davis on Amazon. Yeah, he's trying to do a push to get some posters and stuff done because the, the the movie for his book is done. So he's trying to like get some people locked in at these uh, certain prices so he can put in an order for him. So go check out John L. Davis or American Revenant series. Uh, he does awesome stuff too. Go check him out. All, you know, you go, go check, check out Todd at Gunstrollers. Yeah, I don't even know if he still does that anymore. Saying, I gotta find out. Uh, yeah, I know he was at Twitch. Everyone Twi- at ZombieCast. Yep, Todd was, zombie Twitch- Todd was at TwitchCon this weekend, which looked kind of, you know, it's a tech thing. But it, it, it looked pretty cool. Yeah, go check out ZombieCast. Go check out uh, Man Cave Musings. Go go check out all the shows on the ZRN Network. Bryce's Axology. It's a, if you play guitar, or like guitar, or just want to hear guys talk about music, go check it out. Uh, he yeah. does. He, he Bryce is a good friend of ours, so go yes, go, go, go support him. Um, and then Normie, we saw Normie at Zombie uh, Walkers Yep. Yep. She does Knuckleballer Radio and Zombiecast. Uh, they do live shows through all games, so you guys can check them out all over the place. Oh, we got clotheslined. Uh, we're watching the Monday Night Football game as we speak here. End and of the third. Minnesota's still beating New York, so I, I need these teams lose, and it looks like it's going to happen. Yeah, we're on iTunes, BS, BG, blah, You don't even, blah, 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 what is that? What know. is that? Just Google us. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. XDSperience.com. Get you, it lit, y'all. You can, you can find us. Peace out, Brussels sprouts. Norma Reedus wrote it on my thing. Wait, yeah. oh, my autograph. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> uh, keep it real, Banana Peel, as Scott Shipley would say. He's over in, like, he's on another cruise right now. This guy lives the fucking life. I, I tell you, I'm jealous as shit. But I love every time he sends, uh, the other day was, like, early morning, someone's coming up, yeah, and he's got the picture yeah. of the phone with our podcast, and I'm like, see, you rock, He's an dude. awesome dude, man. You rock. So, um. He had us, actually, Scott, if you're listening, um, we, I've said something about your bacon, the bacon you posted on, uh. And then we got this huge discussion about which bacon tastes better, and then supposedly chocolate bacon is, is a Chocolate thing. bacon is amazing. <laughs> Actually, and then last night he posted a picture of him eating a burger with this giant egg oh, on yeah, it. Oh, yeah, I've seen that, yeah. And I was like, egg on a burger is some I of the best thing. I've never had egg on a burger. I'm telling you, you've not eaten a burger then. Do you like the, is it like the, do you like the yolk yep. runny? Yep, okay. That is so fucking good, especially if you're hungover and eat, and, and eat that. It's so good. But egg on, on anything is fantastic. But on a burger, I'm telling you, it just brings all the flavor out. If it's, if it's a good cooked burger, it'll bring all the flavor in and imaginable. It's so fucking That's good. That's cool. Yeah, so I was jealous of that burger because I'm sitting there eating like, I don't I'm even remember. Right I don't even remember what I was eating last night. And I saw that and I was like, see, you suck, dude. Um, see, you suck. I think I had like some of those frozen taquitos, you know, the little rolled up tacos. I think I had like four of those. And I was like, this motherfucker's eating a giant burger with egg and a massive plate of french fries. And I was like, here I am eating this shit. So, yup. So, uh, we love you guys. You want to know a fun fact on the microwave? It was originally created by a guy who left a uh, candy in his pocket, right? This is a true story. He had a candy in his pocket. He took the candy out, wanted to know why the candy melted in his mouth, but not in his pocket, because it's technically it's the same degree. It yeah. was like the same degree. I said, I wonder why it did that. So he went home, created a machine. I heard this on Mike Rose podcast, which is fantastic. Uh, the way I, the way I heard it is what it is. And uh, went home. I do too. And uh, you know they say he? I heard somebody say he's gay. I don't know if that's true because he's never been seen with a with. A, I mean, not that I care. I was I mean, like, he huh, out interesting. He does. Um, okay, so anyway, so the guy went home, created this giant machine that cost like half a billion dollars, and it was like the size of like a room, and it didn't. And GE made it, and they didn't know what it was. Like they knew what it was, but they didn't really have any purpose for it. Nobody could afford it. 
Well, a year later, they were able to downsize it, turn into what we know today as the microwave. And it all came from a guy who wondered why candy didn't melt in your pocket, but it melted in, in, in your mouth. How come M&M's lies? They say, uh, melt in your mouth, not in your hand. They do melt in your hand. If you hold them. They melt in your hand. But if, if, you, if, you, if you hold M&M M&M like this, it won't melt. Yes, it will. I've done it. You synced it? I've synced it. I've done it. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so anyway, we're, we're done. We're out. All right, peace out, Brussels sprouts. Love ya. Next week. Tip your strippers. Uh, die in a fucking fire, all of you. Well, hold on. No, because then you won't listen to the yeah, show. So, well, yeah, die in a fire. Just find a way to turn back into a, a zombie and come back. Das Badania. I'm out. Baby, but I see you around. It might seem kind of crazy, but I'm just new in town. And now I wonder what you think if I said, Hey, look, I'd like to get your number and a link to your Facebook. Now, if I tell you what a nice guy's supposed to, would that compel you not to scream when I approach you? You'll have to promise me you'll take this news calmly, but honestly, I'm sort of a zombie. I knew you'd be surprised, you can bet that I may not be alive, but I sure as hell ain't dead inside. What's with the shoddy? I ain't wishing you harm. You see, I try to hold your hand, but I'm missing an arm. And brains are all I'm eating all week, it's true, but if my heart was still beating, it would be for you. So let me take you to Wendy's, you deserve it. Yeah, I'm a zombie, baby, ain't nobody perfect. I'll chase you through the yard and all through the house into the dark. Oh, I want to steal your heart and eat your brains. I've never been so true, but if my heart was still beating, it would be for you. Oh, I want to steal your heart and eat your brains. Maybe sometimes I bite, and you can bet that I've got an appetite for human flesh. I'll always be near, though. You'll have to accept that when I nibble on your earlobe, you might get infected, huh? Cause I fell in love with you, and I'm undead, but you make me feel alive. And when I chase you through the graveyard, it feels like foreplay. Feels like foreplay. If I'm lying, I'm dying, and I speak truly when I say I love your mind. I'll take brains over beauty. We'll be the undead, Dagwood and Blondie, when I teach you how to zombie. Teach you, teach you how to zombie. An herb, I love you, and you sing along to this post-apocalyptic post-mortem love song so give me a chance girl you know i'll be worth it yeah i'm a zombie baby ain't nobody perfect i'll chase you through the yard and all through the house into the dark oh i want to steal your heart and eat your brains i've never been so true but if my heart was still beating it would be
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.